Octopi. Is that the the multiple of octopuses or yep. one octopuses? Octopi is oh. multiple. Octopussies? Hmm. Is that that's um Octopussy is a Bond movie. Yeah. And do they know what they mean when they do that? Like do they know that like it's pussy? Like they put pussy in a movie title? Yeah. Well I mean like Goldfinger. Um the main she's like a villain chick, but she's also like the Bond girl of the movie too. Yeah. Um her name's Pussy Galore. That's like for real, that's not see yeah. all that I thought was just like no, she Austin walks. Powers just like took things a little bit too like they took it crazy far, but they really didn't take it too much further than when, it already was. When she walks no, not at all. That's why they did it. But when she walks in the room and you just hear fucking young Sean Connery go pushy <laughs> it's like one of the cooler things. <laughs> yeah, her name's totally Pussy Galore. So, yeah, um I always thought that James Bond movies were like family friendly. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a James Bond movie, I don't think. Really? Not a single damn one of them. They're really good, though. Maybe like one of the the Daniel Craig ones. Uh, James Bond funny names? <laughs> I mean, there's other people that are in there named. Yeah, Xenia on a top. That's, uh, I, I can't think of her. What's her name? Um, uh, her real name. Famkin Jensen. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a Bond villain. I didn't know that. Yeah, but her name is Zania on a top, and they make a joke about her being on a top of things at some point in time. Oh, I gotcha. Plenty O'Toole. She's got big boobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Christmas uh, Jones? Uh-huh. That sounds like a name. Mary, Mary Goodnight. Miranda Frost. Holly Goodhead. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't know. Honey Rider. That's from Dr. No, I think. That's that. That's like one of the first Bond movies, Honey Rider. Oh. Huh. But yeah, yeah, all the... I didn't. Yeah. I did not have a have a no about yeah. it. That's how that goes. Did you have a doctor no? No. You did know though. I did know. Is this the? Uh, is this the episode? This is the pre-episode episode. Like it's the. I'm the, gonna get one of these again. Eat it, boy. Yeah. We're eating uh, fruit chews uh, by the company Tootsie mm-hmm. today. Uh, they are the mini bites, the candy coated chews. I highly recommend them. They're like one of my favorite fucking candies as of right now. Um, yeah, so get you some Tootsie's fruit chews. They also have Tootsie Roll uh, of these available, but Tootsie Rolls are gross in my opinion. Cotton candy, sweet and low. I'm eating some cotton candy, sweet and low. Sweet and low. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> oh, I'm also eating, drinking a cotton candy bang. Hmm. Uh, energy drink today. It's a uh, potent brain and body fuel. No, I forgot. I was going to type up because I thought I'd forget, but I just remembered now about that. But um, you're uh, you're bubbly. Yeah, bubbly, huh? Is it Walmart now? Yeah, I didn't know it was at Walmart. It's everywhere. I saw like five different flavors at Walmart. They have like strawberry at Casey's now. You can get lime at other ones. You can get grapefruit. Like it's it's infected the world. Infected. Infected. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense, but it sounds wrong. You go infected? Yeah, you know what I mean, though? <laughs> you go outfected? Like, affected the world? Oh, affected the world. I got you. Yeah, that was not... I wanted to infect the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're spreading it around. Yeah, spread... Ooh. Mm-hmm. Spread that uh, bubbly. Spread that soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome. It's the uh, IFNZ podcast. Is that what this one is? This is the IFNZ so podcast. So between episodes 27 and this one, 28, we have not changed 
the name of the no. podcast. No, but I forgot to tell you, I appreciated that you were like the all new IFNZ podcast at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. We changed uh, we changed up uh, so many things. What do we have a sign off? Yeah, we have changed up the sign off. <laughs> uh, we, I, I'm trying to be less racist. Um, that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's, and then right. uh, you are trying to be more racist. <laughs> I said racy. You're just you're just you're breaking. You're coming out of your shell. I'm um, yeah. I'm you're like you're like, like that. that brand I'm warming up. Newborn baby dinosaur at the beginning of Jurassic Park one. <laughs> just kind of where where I'm just holding you because uh, I'm I'm uh, the fucking doctor. What's what's his name? Uh, Old man with cane. Yeah. What's, what's his with name? That? I forget it. Hugh. Okay. And I'm just holding you. And I'm doing that thing where he's like, come on, come on. <laughs> And then he wants to help, but you know you got to be strong enough to push yourself out. And I'm helping you. I'm yeah. pushing you. You let me go. I'm pushing. There. I'm. I'm getting you out there. I'm gonna no. look up the doctor's name now because I want to know. You're crazy. But I, while you're looking that up, yeah, I had a pondering moment. This pondered, uh, which you know, it's Kingdom Hearts week. <gasps> I know. As everyone should know that. So if you're listening to this on launch day tomorrow, Kingdom Hearts three comes out. It does. Wowzers. Wowzers. Um. So, that being said, I as you've been knowing. I've been playing through the Kingdom Hearts games and all that. Mm-hmm. And I Dr. Had, Hammond. Dr. Hammond. I was Sorry. close with Hugh. You were. Hugh and Hammond. It doesn't say what his first name is. It's just Richard John. Attenborough plays Hammond. John Hammond. Because they say John yep. sometimes. John, yep. Um, they call him John. Um, so, as I'm watching some of this old stuff and kind of catching up with some little, uh, what are they called? Wrap-up videos? Wrap-up uh, videos! <laughs> like, just things. Uh, Diz shows up. And we all know Diz uh, from the Kingdom Hearts franchise. We don't, if we haven't played Kingdom Hearts before. Yeah, but you know who Diz is. I do. If and you haven't played Kingdom Hearts, Diz is a person. He's a person. And it's and uh, I'm getting ready voiced, to spoil, voiced by a dead man. I'm getting ready to spoil <laughs> who he is in this sentence. Is Ansem the Wise going in blackface to be Diz? Oh, um, no. I, well, is, that, is Ansem the Wise... And Diz are the same they person. They are the exact right? same person. And he's in so, disguise, he yeah. says, in Kingdom Hearts 2. his face is like all wrapped up and shit. But pull up a picture of Diz. He's okay. got brown skin and brown hands. But he is a white dude. Like, pale white dude. Blonde hair, oh, white dude. Yeah. But then, when he is Diz, wrapped up. I typed in Diz and there it is. Look how brown his skin Lips is. Lips are? Like, he gets... He's in blackface. Yeah, he is. But he also doesn't have, like, the regular Diz does, he has the red eyes. Okay, he has the red eyes. So he does, and he doesn't have a mustache, goatee. He may, it's like he has a completely different face. That's true. You know what I mean? He's in disguise. But how he, many, how many uh, Ansoms are there? Oh, it does say Kingdom Hearts has a race problem. Yeah. How many Ansoms are there? Uh, there's Ansem the Wise and Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Okay, how many how many of this same person are there? Uh, there's only one true Ansem. Okay, like one real Ansem, but he's dead. Uh, he's alive. He's dead at the end of Kingdom Hearts three. Did he die? Oh, did he die though <laughs> at the end of Kingdom Hearts two, or did how he end up in the darkness? Many say oh Xehanort's is <laughs> say how you spell Xehanort's name? Uh, and, uh, that is not a spelling Nort. test. I how many Xehanorts are there? Is the first thing that pops it's, up. It's valid. List of Xehanorts. There should be thirteen by Kingdom Hearts three. Is you the... would think original Xehanorts is Xehanort, who we know and love. Mm-hmm. No heart Xehanort. 
Which who nobody's we, ever nobody's seen, seen again. ever um, in the history of ever. Brown robed figure from Kingdom Hearts One, and then Master Xehanort, who is the I, that's the one that he's like the true and tried tried and true yeah, one. Yeah, right? which that Xehanort is just the younger version of that Xehanort. Yes, but that Xehanort has time traveled into Kingdom Hearts Two. Valid. <laughs> so we we still know him. This is the original one. Though. Yeah. So who's who's no heart? That's, I have that's, never that's, seen. Is that the nobody? Then I'm assuming. No, the nobody that... of Xehanort is Zemnus. Oh shit! So Zemnus, here we go. Half Xehanorts. The Zemnus is here. Ansem, seeker Ansem. of darkness. So Ansem is the is uh-huh. the darkness version uh, version of... is the is the heartless version of Zemnus. No, of uh, of Xehanort. So when some when Xehanort died. He became. He got a nobody named Zimnus and a, and a um, a nobody and and a, a heartless heart, a heartless version being Ansem and Ansem Seeker of Darkness was as a heartless just took Ansem's name to be disguised so nobody knew that it was Xehanort's. Sweet. I hope everybody's following along. <laughs> Terra Xehanort, who is the good guy doctor, also one. known as Terranort. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be when when old Zigbar man Xehanort is technically a half Xehanort. Zigbart has been norted. Yes. Uh, Riku Ansem, which, which that would be when Riku took on the darkness. How is MCP? I don't get that one. Uh, I That's think the bad guy from Tron. From Tron, I. How is that a Nort? I don't agree with that one. Okay, so we got the Dark Guardian. That's that's a given. And I don't know. I mean, the Dark Guardian only shows up on Ansem Seeker of Darkness. So, like, is yeah. the Dark Guardian his an, its own? I guess, I guess maybe it it's, has its own entity. I guess it's kind of like almost like what I was trying to explain like a couple weeks ago about Persona. How like technically they're still like existing. Like, in the older Persona games, they killed themselves, but the person's still there as a body, but they have a separate entity that yeah. comes out that fights with that them would be or like for Dark them. Guardian. That's valid. Um, so maybe it's kind of like that Dark Riku. I don't know. Isa. I don't know if I agree with that. Not true, Xehanort's. Terra. Yep. Lingering Riku, Will would just be Terra's. Will. Yeah. Um, Vantus and then Sora. Mm-hmm. And then there's Freddy Mercury, <laughs> who is the ultimate evil in the end of King Hearts 3. <laughs> I hope that everybody is ready, because uh, I am. I am, too. I'm super ready. I am. But apparently, according to this, as, as true, I mean, as an original of a thought that that was, at least we're not the only person that has ever asked, you know, like, is this is, is there the a weird case? race issue with with this going on? Because it's clearly supposed to be the same person. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe it's a mask. I don't know. Who knows? Like a mask on top of his belt mask. It could be. And I mean, he's he's magical, so it could just be. I'm I'm going to disguise myself. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Pushy>. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, the best that I can get. Um. So kicking off some news. News. In keeping in Kingdom Hearts theme. News week. Yeah, yeah, Newsweek. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Japan, they're getting Kingdom Hearts themed hotel rooms. Yes, it I saw awesome. the, the actual key to get in is the fucking Kingdom key, and you get two of them to keep. Yes, they you know they're not like tournament. No, I saw that they, they had the uh, the nice sweet boxes that are in there. Yeah, the uh, the bedspread is the same thing that's on the PS4, yeah, like the I Pro Edition. That. Like I was just like that. And rad. It's pretty all cool. the pictures framed up and around the hotel room are all uh, like concept art and <laughs> shit like that too. It looks like it's like hand drawn and everything. That it, that room looks fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I would definitely stay there. Only four hundred twenty four dollars a night. They said that they're, they're really affordable. they're really uh, pushing Kingdom Hearts in Japan at Disney World. There, like awesome. like super hardcore. Like they're 
like all the rooms, not all of them, but a lot of them are getting like theme changes. They've got Kingdom Hearts characters, um, not the Disney ones, but other like Sora like and them Sora like and cosplayed and walking around the park and stuff too. That's cool. Which is that was really cool. Is they're mm-hmm. throwing in like that much like square shit into it and everything as well. So it really is. Uh, that's super neat. It is really cool, and um, looks like you can if you end up in Tokyo. Oh. Um, between now and July, I think June, July, mm-hmm. uh, they'll have these rooms offered up at the Disney Ambassador Hotel. Well, hopefully, one of <clears> us gets to go to Japan that before would be July. So cool, would it be? I doubt that it's gonna be. You're gonna get some delicious ramens. I would ramens noodles. I would do it in a heartbeat if somebody's like, "Hey, um, we're gonna pay for you to go do this." Raymond's ramen noodles. That's my new shop. That Raymond's ramen. And they're Raymond's like, ramen. Oh, Raymond. Mm-hmm. You do a good, a, a good what's a Brad Garrett? Who? Brad Garrett. <laughs> I don't do a good Brad Garrett. <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking about at first, That's and then I thought of that Raymond, Raymond, yeah. Raymond. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I can't do it. Raymond, Raymond, Raymond. <laughs> yours always. The, you did, we did this the last time. What was it? You, yours came out like a uh, fucking Louis Armstrong. <laughs> I don't I remember. See I don't remember what we were doing, but yeah. Uh, my, my news is pretty big that starts off. So, uh, Bungie has officially cut ties with Activision. Okay. So, Remind me what that means. So, Bungie is the developer, the, they were the old developers of Halo. They have now been making Destiny. Oh, um, okay. So, Destiny 1 was still uh, tied through with, uh, not Microsoft specifically, but they, di- they didn't do it. I think it started with Activision, but they didn't have as much of like a tight grip around them as they've had this past, you know, I think over a year and a half now is where we're at, or right at almost a little over two years anyway. Um, but whenever they developed Destiny 2, Activision was super, super gun ho and watching like the sales numbers and stuff like that. Um, they're the reason why... <clears throat> Uh, just to kind of give a context, the reason why the DLC that's come out for this game has come out as um, sporadically as it has, where they're basically like, split up everything in as much DLC as possible so that we can make the most amount, most amount of money possible. Instead of giving you like big bundles. Yes, like, like it should have been. Like something like the first two DLC that came out for it, which was uh, the Osiris DLC and the Warmind DLC, those probably realistically should have just come out... Uh, together at some point in time you know like give us our first mm-hmm. dlc and it could be both of those worlds and they could have their own unique stories that are tied to each world you know going to mercury going to mars mm-hmm. but just give it in one big bundle instead of releasing them in tandem like the way that they did it's just a way to get more money same thing with forsaken they could have released forsaken proper whenever it came out this last september and then with the dlc that we have instead of making us do a fucking year pass like an annual pass mm. they could have just said hey there's three DLC that are going to come out in this annual pass. You play just play Forsaken until like March, April, and then we'll give you all of them at once. You know, leading into whatever, either if they're going to do a year three of Destiny 2 or if they're just going to go straight into Destiny 3, however it's going to work, but mm-hmm. then just call that it and then be done with it kind of a thing. So Activision's been trying to kind of strapping them down and making sure that they've, you know, trying to get as much money out of them as they possibly can. Um... Whenever Forsaken came out, they Activision was not happy with the sales numbers at all. Whenever Forsaken actually sold probably the most amount of not just DLC but copies of Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 than anything else. But they were still wow. kind of like, these are really shit numbers. We really need to do something with it. So they basically made this contract that they had, you know, or not a contract, but just kind of like a breaking of a contract that they had with Activision. And they kind of came together and was just like, you know, look... 
obviously this isn't working out for you. You're not happy with our numbers. We're going to break off from you. And they were cool with it. Now, the big thing was, are they going to be able to keep Destiny? Activision allowed them to. So Destiny's IP in general is still Bungie's. Now Bungie is an independent studio. So they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do with this stuff. Um, For the people that play Destiny 2 on PC, um, you don't have to worry because those were set up on the Blizzard account, like Blizznet that they have for like where uh, where you can go online to play like Diablo, mm-hmm. um, World of Warcraft and stuff. They use those online servers because Blizzard's also owned by Activision now. Um, so they put Destiny 2 server stuff on Blizznet. You can still access that. That's never going to go away. So they, they made that agreement with them. So they're still going to have that on Blizznet. Um, and everything's pretty much going to stay the same way that it is right now. You know, plan in general is just kind of finish everything out with Destiny 2. Whenever it comes time for Destiny 3, it's going to be self-funded, self-ran through Bungie. Gotcha. Um, and it, it, honestly, I, to me, it opens up some more possibilities. I could see them starting to actually do like cross-platform play. If you got a copy of the game on PS4 or PS5, whatever we're at, whenever Destiny yeah. 3 comes out, then and I had it on Xbox or something like that because everybody else was on. We could still throw you into a party to do like raids and shit together because we would have cross-platform play. Gotcha. Something like that is going to be more feasible whenever you have not you don't have this big publisher big behind like you. Um, so I see cross-platform play being uh, available. Um, transferring of accounts. So from a character account, like if you wanted to move like a character from PS4 to an Xbox mm-hmm. or to a PC or something, I see that being an open possibility now that something cuz that would be something they could they could open up and do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it should be easy enough because everything destiny-wise is on bungie.net like for your account and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if they just kind of refined how that website worked, that might be something that you could transfer over just by going onto your bungie.net account. So yeah, it sucks for them because they're not going to have as much extra funding and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's enough diehard Destiny fans that I see that end up being like a big, huge push. You know, I, I think I think that that's going to be a good thing. Cool. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. But seeing Bungie as an independent studio and still getting Destiny, that definitely makes me happy. I, I, I think it's going to be cool. What do you got for me? Awesome. Um, so they have actually released... Um, a, a a timeline for when we're gonna see our first glance at Disney Plus. Cool. As an app, uh, it looks like we're at the Investors Day is gonna be April 11th, which means that sometime in April we're gonna get to see something as the general public. Uh, cool. In what's gonna be happening with this Disney Plus, whether that's uh, some screenshots of what the app's gonna look like functionally, mm-hmm. if it's gonna be maybe a trailer of the Mandalorian, uh, mm-hmm. we could always we could definitely see something like that. Uh, that live that live action Lady and the Tramp movie, which is going to be an exclusive Disney Plus movie release. Really? Uh, yeah. Which I don't know if that's a. a I don't know good if we talked about thing. that before. Did we say that it was going to be on there specifically uh, the last time? I don't know. I know we talked about it, but I didn't remember if that was said that it was going to be on. I'm there not sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. So but I'm I'm always a sucker for whenever I see like whenever they started talking about you see the dogs switch. talking. That too. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with, like, Ooh, with, they're with real. <laughs> um, no. Whenever like the Switch was launching mm-hmm. and they showed some trailers of um, the actual operating system yes. on it and everything, showing how it was functioning, mm-hmm. how it was you know super clean IP or uh, operating system, 
um, how fluid it moves and stuff like that. I, I'm always a sucker for those kind of trailers too. Yes. So being able to see the app in motion, somebody either having it on their phone or just even just on the screen and you see it you moving around or stuff. something, clicking yeah. The different so buttons. that way you can see exactly what it kind of looks up, yeah. setup wise, and how it's going to run and flow. That's that's always a plus to me. So a trailer like that would be cool. Yeah. But definitely a Mandalorian, probably a little cooler. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see. I don't I don't know uh, with it coming through like an investor day kind of thing if it will be. Maybe we'll get a like a, a presentation that they've recorded from in a in a room or something that might mm-hmm. be cool to just see a little bit of a couple of different things or like you know when Marvel is like here's our next three years of like logos of something even it's kind of like a timeline yeah, yeah, yeah. that might be cool to see like the the show the Loki show what's it called and what's the logo of that yeah. look like and things are not quite ready to show I, you visually what it looks like I vote for the Loki show it's gonna call it the <laughs> Loki show. <laughs> I do like that. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, and with uh, this isn't really like news news, but with Netflix up in their price this mm-hmm. year, you know, you're you're kind of looking at you know what. Ex- That's in my news. Oh, is it? Sorry. No, we can talk about it in a minute. Uh, with Netflix up in their price, like, and I'm I'm getting more and more excited for a Disney Plus just as an app. Yes. B. I've kind of. I don't know that I'm going to continue. I'm, I know I'm not going to continue my DC and my universe yeah, thing after that. You talked about that the last bit, yeah. time, um, and so it's like, okay, what I would I like to check out the Disney Plus. I'm more of a Star Wars fan than I am. Like visually, I'd rather watch a Star Wars show or a Star Wars movie than I would a DC or Marvel thing. Sure, um, that's just my my side of things. Um, you know, DC is pretty close up there, but. Star Wars is going to always take the cake for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't know, I have to see that stuff. But I agree with you. Being able to see, like, the OS and how it's going to react, if it, how is it going to look on a tablet and a phone, how's the app going to look on, like, a Roku or on a smart TV, um, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see that. And it looks like we're going to see it in April. Cool. Uh, so the Netflix price increase. Yeah, so the Netflix price increase happens... I think it actually takes effect sometime in February. Okay. From what I've heard, um, HD packages, standard HD with I think five, four or five viewing screens. Yeah. Is fourteen, thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. And then if you have the four K package like I have, it's increasing to sixteen, so fifteen ninety nine for that, and it's the four password locks. Or that's the other thing that they're talking about changing is the amount of actual devices that yeah. you can have on it. So it's basically instead of viewing screens, it'll be tied to passwords locked onto something yeah kind of like what they do with evernote you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh so whenever i log in on my pc and my ps4 and my xbox one it's all the same account and stuff but i guess it's their way of trying to kind of nullify people sharing accounts like my i share mine with my mom and dad yeah i have my mom on mine and i also let trey use uh, that on theirs too for mine Mm -hmm. which is not a big deal by any means but whenever it comes to the point in time whenever it's going to happen like this yeah i think the idea is like if i'm gonna have it i'll have it on my phone maybe you'll have it on her phone we'll have it on like a tv yeah and then maybe the xbox and then that's it like it can't it can't share with anything else because you've only had logins on those number of devices yeah so it's gonna basically be like well i mean other people are gonna have to start getting other accounts because we're gonna need these locked in on the devices that we have it locked in on so kind of shitty you know what that means for me what canceling netflix canceling netflix uh, they are they're losing me on that because honestly i i log in i get on there to watch stranger things when it drops yeah. or orange and the new black when it drops need a month maybe to consume that media and then i'm off again so i might as well just get my month subscription 
and then get off again because uh Ooh, you're gonna get off I'm gonna, again. I'm gonna just get off again and uh but no and and unfortunately you know that's gonna it's gonna be the people that have also because i keep it because i know like my mom and dad watch it sure from time to time and like i don't give a shit and i've got hulu now which i like way better than i do netflix that anyways. was the other thing too so in lieu of the netflix in lieu of the netflix price increase that's happening um, Hulu announced today that at the same time at the end of February, whenever they're doing their price hike, they're actually lowering their price. Nice. So Hulu's baser price that has where you watch the commercials. Which is like seven bucks? It's eight dollars right okay. now. But they're decreasing it after that happens to six dollars a month. Nice. Um, some of the other packages aren't changing. So like the one I have that has no commercials and it has yeah. the 4K and stuff like that. It's only 11 bucks or yeah. 12 bucks, I think, 11.99. That's staying the same. But they're introducing another thing, too, because they're partnering with Spotify. Um, So whenever this happens, they're going to have a package for those people that do the package like I have with the no commercials and the 4K viewing Mm -hmm. where it's $11.99. If you want to pay $12.99, so only a dollar more, you get a premium subscription to Spotify as well. So that's a pretty cool incentive just just to pair with them and stuff. And plus Spotify for a fucking dollar. Yeah. That's, 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 That's good. That's cheap as shit. Yeah. So that's really cool, and I just thought that that was the other thing I wanted that to mention, cool. kind of on the tail. Because I've got uh, I've got Hulu Live TV, like the or whatever yeah. it is. I pay forty a month. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the way their math works out is like it's thirty eight dollars for live TV, and you pay two dollars for the Hulu like on demand version. And I'm like, that works, like whatever. Um, but it's way more uh, it's way more user friendly. I like the way it's set up better, and um, it doesn't I, I like it better than netflix at this point um i think right now me and Maddie have probably been consuming more things on netflix because it, it's not that some of those other shows aren't on there some of them aren't yeah that's but true. um but it, i it's the same thing whether it be like a, a high seas version of the netflix show i can i can stream it on like another thing all of those shows are on the apps that i would use to watch movies that are are pirated or anything like that yes Something like that, you know, like, and they're all on there. So, I mean, it's not like we have to have it kind of a thing mm-hmm. because once they drop, every episode's out there. Mm-hmm. All those people have to do is they spend like one day after it's come out, they just put all that Record stuff on, on their it. server yeah. and then it's ready to go. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, it's, it's already on there and everything. So it's not like we're truly missing out on anything. We can't binge it day one, but we'll be able to get it the next day and it'll all be on there, the exact yeah. same format and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's unfortunate for Netflix. I, I think that they're... There, I've I've thought for the last couple of years their their business structure is probably is great and growing right now. Yes, but they're starting to lose people. This is their second price increase in two years. They increased mm-hmm. last year. They're increasing this year. They're spending, in my opinion, way too much fucking money on new they're content. Spending, they're they're draining more money than they're actually making. And I don't watch half that shit. And that's that's the whole premise of whenever they do the price increase. Obviously, that's going to help, but the password stuff is going to cut off people yeah. doing that and they're going to have to get their own accounts that's that's so their thinking, thinking yeah. of we're going to just make more money because there's going to be more everybody's addicted have to, to our shows reality. they have to yeah they so don't have they, to Netflix. you don't have to but um yeah i mean so that's the thing that was the what was i gonna say there's another thing about disney plus that i had seen as well that kind of coincides with this but i don't remember it right at the second you'll remember um It'll One happen. other news thing that happened that I just kind of wanted to talk about that I'm I'm super excited about, and it also kind of coincides with something that I'm going to talk about in the personal episodes next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so UGC, the Ultimate Gaming Championship, yes, company uh, created by Matthew Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, good guy, known him since first grade. 
give him kisses all the time on his cheek. That's good. I never see him that often or hardly anymore. He's so busy. Um, they had the Halo Classic tournament that happened in St. Louis a couple of weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Um, and there was a football player there. There was a football player there. Um, I saw a picture. Yes. Uh, so the thing of it was, this tournament was just sparked by Matt using the UGC account and just his personal account, asking people basically mm-hmm. like, if we were to do a Classics event, including like Halo 2, Halo 3, and some Halo 1, who would be interested in doing it? Because, you know, we know that there'd be like a little bit of a, you know, people that might be interested mm-hmm. in it just to do it as kind of a fun side thing who would be interested in it so that sparked this huge fucking movement of like old players that were like professional players from like the halo two days yeah like joe fries all those people that we know and love that are all part of this company now that kind of help out they all fucking come out of the woodwork and matt said it to where it was like okay we're just gonna set it at like i think it was like a 25 or a 30 team limit uh-huh. that filled up within i think a day wow holy everybody shit. was a day or two days or something it was completely like sold out mm-hmm. so he had to increase the cap and went to like 65 teams that sold out as well too so it got huge uh 343 industries works really well with matt and the rest of the group as well um from the ugc um they're the people that develop the halo games now so they mm-hmm. got together with them um, to help them kind of present this as a you know Halo Classic series, but it's the Halo Championship series that they do, the HCS. Gotcha. Um, so this is like the classic series that Matt kind of worked together with them to make. Um, so this this ended up coming out, uh, streamed on Twitch, on a bunch of different things. It was like probably the most viewed event that UGCs had, like on yeah. like streaming wise. It was it was the biggest event. Um, the most watched, the most streamed. They had articles written from like Game Informer, Kotaku, all of these different companies actually like were writing articles about the classics like event. Yeah. I was just like something that came from like where we started out at kind Absolutely. of a thing. Yeah. And you know, just knowing this stuff like from our local area and mm-hmm. something that got this big. Like it was on like the fucking whenever you would start up like Halo Five, mm-hmm. it actually had like a screen that was like a news section that pops up on the screen before you start playing the game. And it was just like a big fucking banner for the That's Halo cool. Classic series. Wow. And it was just like UGC of St. Louis and blah 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 and it had like a whole breakdown in there. Wow. And it was just like it just makes me feel like really proud of how far that's actually yeah, come. Absolutely. But I just I just wanted to kind of give some recognition because it's it's got so much recognition already anyways and it doesn't need our help. I think they're going to continue doing Halo Classic Series stuff pretty soon, too. Um, I, I know there's other stuff that he's got coming down the pipe, but that definitely piqued my interest after I saw that how I ended up like getting so big um, that I just kind of wanted to mention it real quick. Absolutely. That's uh, awesome. But hit me up with another topic, buddy. That is uh, so uh, cool. Uh, in other news of not, uh, not living things but dead things... Oh, sweet. Uh, the Justice League DCEU is currently dead... Yay, I can, I can erase that from my list, too, because it's on my news. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, the Warner Brothers uh, head of it all, the chairman mm-hmm. of Warner Brothers Pictures, uh, came out and said, essentially, uh, DC Extended Universe movies, as they have st- uh, stood with uh, uh, Man of Steel, Justice League, mm-hmm. Batman v Superman, is dead. They're no longer working to produce a connected universe. That um, is obviously very apparently not yeah. working great. Um, From now that the, the success of 
I guess Wonder Woman and 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 now Aquaman. Have you seen Aquaman? No, not yet. Me neither. So you know, like billion dollar movie. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, this meant like I from what I gathered Woman was from almost nine. Yes. Hundred nine hundred million. Yeah. yeah. So what I've gathered from everything that what the chairman was saying was that it's going to be just basically this from now on. There's no tied in, yeah. just a lot of standalone stuff. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna work that way, and if they it seems like if they cross over something, great, cool, whatever. But it's not the intention. The, right. The, the sole purpose of their movies are not going to be to build a universe. You're going to get a standalone Shazam movie. You're going to get a standalone Joker movie. You're going to get a Wonder Woman 2 that isn't like, oh, let's see if we can bring in Aquaman this time. Like, they're just going to they're gonna let those characters build, which I think if you rewind back episodes prior to <laughs> on the IFNZ, you can see where we discussed this and said they should just build their fucking characters. Like, yes. Stop trying to build I think we said stuff. it exactly like that with the hand movement. <laughs> there was hands that, yeah. that were like shaking, shaking up and then, Yes. <laughs> like we're trying, we got the chairman's by the face and we're just like, do this, please. Stop it. And I'm sure everybody else was too. Yes. Uh, but uh, they essentially, I, I like what he said, which is, and quoted, uh, we all feel like we've turned a corner now. We're playing by the DC playbook, which is very different than the Marvel playbook. We're far less focused on the shared universe. We take it one movie at a time. Each movie is its own equation and its own creative entity. If you have to say one thing about us, it's that we always have to be about our directors. I think that line is a bunch of bullshit because that's what they've been saying since they started this universe. Yes. Um, and clearly that wasn't what they were focused on. Maybe they mean it now. I don't know. But I would assume that they mean it now seeing else. as how like with Wonder Woman and now the success of Aquaman, they're probably like, wait a minute, wait a minute, we got... My thing is, and, and what I hope and wish happens, is that they just take their time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a Marvel, Disney fucking powerhouse where they've got fucking 40 movies coming out in one year because they yeah. own everything and they yeah. own the theater. They're going to win, just, yeah. Just, yeah, but just take your time. Yeah. Make a good fucking movie, and whenever you make the movie, it's going to do well. Yeah. Look at what you did with Aquaman. Mm -hmm. You took your time making that movie and making this character and like developing it into... You know what is basically the Jason Momoa show at this yeah. point, but still, I mean, you you made it your own thing. You took your time, and you uh, it obviously is doing well. It's doing so. For I mean, sure. that's so. I mean, that, that that just should speak to yeah. itself. If you do like the Flash, like Flashpoint movie type of thing, take your fucking time with yeah. it. Don't rush it out just because this movie was a yeah. huge success, and you're hoping to just keep generating that billion after billion of just make a good movie that has all these cool ass ties mm -hmm. that are into it. And then just, you know, spend your time on it. Obviously, we knew Wonder Woman 2 was going to happen, but it's been, what, like almost two years now since Wonder Woman came out? I think out. so, yeah. Maybe. So, I mean, I think is that this year? Um, I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's this, this year Because they were doing two movies a year, and yeah. they've already got Shazam and Joker coming out this okay, year. Okay, so, yeah, so I'm thinking it's a 2020 movie. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. Three-year gap between movies that are of the same person, that's that's great. That's fine, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the same thing. Fine. Take your time figuring out... Who your next yeah. fucking Batman is gonna be? Yeah, spend that time like wisely. Which it seems like, like they're really they're spinning the wheels on Batman now. They're like yes. to the point where they're like it's not even called the Batman. We don't even have a title for this movie anymore. We're really trying to rethink this whole thing. And I'm like, yes. great, do that. Yeah, I mean they Why spent not? this much time trying to rethink how they were gonna approach Joker. Yeah, and apparently like from everything I've seen and from what I've heard from it and everything, it looks like it's gonna be fucking rad. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Spend your time actually figuring out what you're going to do and make a quality yeah. movie. That's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, Marvel can pump out you know movie after movie after movie, and they're all being enjoyable. But it might be the same exact format as what we've been 
grown accustomed to coming from a Marvel movie. Exactly. And, like... and it's kind of, I think some people could be tiring of that. So it's like, okay, I'm going to get a Joker movie that doesn't have to do with anything else. I don't have to know anything else. I didn't have to watch the last 20 movies before right. that. Like, I, it's cool. And, and it kind of seems like the way that they're approaching, uh, like, the Harley Quinn movies. They've now said that there's a trilogy of Harley Quinn movies. Um, they're just kind of lobbing them out there. It seems like, kind of in the way they did the Joker movie of, like, we're, there's all this development going on over here. And, like, oh, there's a Joker movie just kind of chilling out, like, cruising past all this, like, the stirring of shit. And then, like, Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips and Martin Scorsese. And they're just like, hey, we, we're, we're going to make a movie. And it's going to come out. And we're not going to really have a bunch of money in it. We're not going to do a bunch of special effects. It's like, cool. And so, you know, with this Harley Quinn, they're doing that Birds of Prey movie. And then they're going to do some sort of third movie to tie into that as well. Uh, with Margot Robbie, who seems very passionate about that character, is like, let him play with it. Fuck the guy. Like, I mean, you don't need a Ben Affleck Batman if he's gonna like, he's gonna be out there going, I don't know if I want to be Batman. I want to be Batman. I don't know if I want to be Batman. I want to be Batman. And then like Henry Cavill, like fuck him if they don't want to do that. Like, it just the people who enjoy doing it, let them enjoy doing it. Yeah, it seems like why not? It's stupid otherwise. Obviously, it's a from a completely different property, but I mean. It's the same thing. They threw so much money and time into, you know, from Sony throwing so much money and time into Venom. And mm-hmm. that ended up turning out, you know, like a big, huge, floppy, yeah. wet turd. Yeah. So, I mean, but obviously a floppy, wet turd that made a lot of money. Because yeah, it, it made like fucking $700 million or enough something. To, enough that they're going to make a second one. to pull one. a sequel, yeah. So, I mean, and yeah, that's great. But at the same time, that's that's exactly the same kind of format. Mm-hmm. You could have took your time and you could have made a cool standalone Venom movie that would have yeah. been a awesome just one-off you don't mm-hmm. have to fucking franchise everything either mm-hmm. i'm cool with just a one-off I, if this joaquin phoenix movie does well for joker and stuff i hope to god he's just like eh, i just wanted to do the one good. one and yeah. done and then they just call it because that's fucking all you don't have to make a trilogy out of it that's that's fine and that's exactly i feel like we went from especially with the comic book movie is and I'm sure that when they made Iron Man, because they always go back to Iron Man, because it's the, kind of the beginning of all of this. I'm sure when they made Iron Man, they were like, we're going to make more of these movies, hopefully. But it did. there wasn't a big spin around like, all right, what's next? What's next? What's next? And so, like, and even when there were good movies in the 70s and 80s and 90s and whatever, they weren't built to sequelize. They were built for what they were, and then they figured out a creative way to build a sequel afterwards. And so focus on your first movie first, yeah. and then if it makes money and you figure out a cool way to build a, a second movie, do it. Or, like they did all the time in the 80s and 90s, build a shitty sequel that has no creative thinking and it's just the same movie over again. Yes. <laughs> Basically. It's like, let's do that again. Uh, so, let's see. Let's get this one out of the way. I'm going to save most of the, the trailer talk because that was like a fucking vomit full of... A vomit bucket full of trailers that came out within the last two weeks that like we need to talk about. Um, so, so we'll we'll talk about that kind of closer toward the tail end because there's there's a lot to kind of process. Um, new leaks and data hacks recently revealed that Nintendo is planning on releasing upwards of 22 SNES titles on the Nintendo Online Service this Good. year. Um, alongside that, the same leak shows a setup for the release of what is a potential Nintendo 64 classic, which we have been talking We're about. We're talking about it, yeah. Um, and one other classic console that was not specified in the patent. Um, speculation for that shows that it could be the GameCube classic, which I doubt. But the other one 
that is the other speculation, which I think is a fucking brilliant idea. The Game Boy Classic classic. The Game Boy Advanced classic. Ooh. So taking all, like, probably, you could do easily 20 games. You know, like another 20, 30 games of Game, Game Boy, Boy things. Because the Game Boy Advanced also took Game Boy Original and Game Boy Color games. So mm-hmm. everything's kind of fair game yeah. from that point beyond. Back. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they would necessarily go with, because if it was the Advanced, if they would go with something that was of the Advanced catalog. That's true. So you're thinking of, like, Golden Sun as an like RPG that's mm-hmm. well-known from the Advanced era. Um, Advanced Wars was really popular at the time on there. Um, sure, you throw a Pokemon game in there if you had the. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it could be like your Pokemon, like Ruby and Sapphire. I think yeah. was around that time. I mean, they did the remakes of Red and uh, Blue, or which was the uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. That's that was right, on there. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, it, the possibilities for that are endless. But I thought it was really cool seeing that they. Uh, hopefully, it ends up happening, and if it happens, it does happen sometime soon with the SNES Classic games mm-hmm. add, being added to the library of that, which we already kind of knew was probably mm-hmm. going to happen. But and we kind of hit the nail on the head with the the 64 classic, but I don't know about the second one. I, I still just really feel like they're going to hold off on the GameCube games because that's something. Seems that, like they would do it annually. Like it almost seems like this the GameCube games should be something that they hold off on because they don't even have to necessarily probably remaster it if they just start putting out ports of GameCube games yeah. on the Switch for people to buy. People will buy them for. It feels, because those are disc games versus cartridge games, it feels different, right? Like, it feels like you started getting into, it was the disc era, and the classic on a disc era seems a little weird. Yeah, I would imagine that that console would have to have more storage, obviously, because you're talking about a game that, like, even something like if we're going to play, we'll say Wind Waker is on there. Not Mm -hmm. HD, you know, just the GameCube version of Wind Waker that was on there. You're talking about a game that probably data-wise is at least like maybe one and a half gigs, maybe two gigs full. So you're going to have to have something that's going to be your GameCube size or smaller version of your GameCube size and still going to have to have some decent storage in it. So they're probably going to be like, this is going to be $150 at least Ah. for you. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So they're going to get more money out of it if they're going to end up doing something like that. And I just... I feel like I don't see them doing a GameCube Classic. Well, I mean, especially if you look at the performance of the PlayStation 1 Classic. Like, yeah. I, I could see that possibly mimicking that. Is that you, you're... I feel like Nintendo has, with both of all, both of the Classics that are out now, behind it. their tech and stuff that's behind it and the emulation that's on it was presented and is just way better than what was brought out to us. Valid. Than the yeah. versions that came out with the PlayStation 1 Classic. But... That being said, they would ultimately, in the long run, just make more money if they said, here's Super Mario Sunshine, it's $40, and you can download it on yeah. your fucking Switch and take it with you. Yeah. They're going to make so much more money in, in in just adding five games. And if somebody wanted to buy all five games, yeah. that's substantially more money than they would ever like, sell a classic for. Like, I'm, I'm, I would really love to play the, the Mario Galaxy games, one and two. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, yeah. if they bundled them and they were like, Mario Galaxy uh, Complete Edition, and yeah. it was like the one Mario and two. Mario Galaxy Collection. 60 bucks, I would have buy it tonight. Like yeah. it would, I would be purchasing. They don't have to really. I mean, it's it's already. It was a Wii and a Wii U title, um, or no, maybe both Wii, both Wii yeah. titles. Um, so I mean, they're already 
they're already in that store. Like you could, I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how what it, what it would take to move it over, but it wouldn't. Be it much. would also just be a matter of controls and stuff, which shouldn't be too hard to map. Um, so, and then yeah. also, I mean, you could probably realistically use the Joy Cons. There's one that has an IR blaster on it. Yeah. On the back side of it, so I mean, it would function and it can function exactly the same as a Wiimote does, That's just true. a smaller yeah. version. So if you still needed to play, you could just detach your Joy Cons and still do the shake and everything yeah. with the Joy Con like you would do on the Galaxy proper. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's totally, totally in that same way. Totally. Wheelhouse. Tell me news, news guy. Um, something I was super excited for, but you may not care as much. Uh, the band The Damned Things. I don't care. You know The Damned Things? I do. Familiar with this Mr. band? Mr. Buckley? Uh, Keith Buckley's From Every Time I Die, uh, Joe and Andy from Fallout Boy, mm-hmm. Scotty Ian from Anthrax, uh, Rob, uh, previously from Anthrax, uh, Zombie? Currently, no, of Volbeat, uh, who has, he recently said that he left the band. He's, he he's, left Volbeat? He, no, he didn't leave Volbeat. He, uh, le- he Volbeat's left. making so much money now, and I really right. don't like it. I don't like Volbeat much either. They were cool back in the day because it was, they actually had a couple of Volbeat songs on like Guitar Hero 2 or 3. Oh, really? And they were almost like borderline rock mixed with like Electronica, like oh, whenever gotcha. they first started off. And it was kind of cool, but now it's just like straight up butt rock. It's definitely radio stuff. Um, so... So Rob left a while back, but it was just announced that <gasps> Dan Andriano from Alkaline Trio, yeah, bass player, mm-hmm. is now part of the damn, damn thing. Sweet. Oh, so we have another. This they only did the one album, right? They only did the one album, so and we then they did the one, one uh, song for like the Arkham City soundtrack yeah. or something like that. Um, that's all we've gotten. They've played some festivals here and there. They've got two festivals listed for this year, and they've been working on writing stuff lately. Cool. Um, so I'm super, I'm a big Dan Andriano fan. Um, he definitely gets underused, um, because Alkaline Trio only puts out an album every couple of years because they're just a regular band like that. Yeah. And, uh, but his Dan Andriano in the Emergency Room, uh, project band that he does is really good. And, um, I'm excited to hear him as a bass player and hopefully he gets to contribute a little bit of vocals. Yeah. As well to the mix of it all. But yeah, they're working on an album for sure. And, um. I, I like that band. That's a that's a good. Uh, they got a good sound. It's just a kind of different, uh, but familiar. Absolutely. Thing if you guys haven't checked out the damn things, definitely download that first album. I think it's been Iconoclast. It's uh, that was two thousand. Yeah, I, I was think, gonna say two thousand ten right. or eleven, something to that effect. I, li- I like it a lot. Uh, quick, quick news guy uh, is that Game of Thrones season eight, uh, the final season, has an official release date of April fourteenth. 2019 uh we knew it was in april sometime we didn't have an official date so april 14th 2019 we also accompanied a uh a trailer a real short teaser trailer that actually showed for the first time ever uh john sansa and Arya, um all of the stark siblings kind of back together since the first season they've not like basically been able to see each other some of the characters have been with each other like sansa and uh, Arya got back together at the end of last season but this is the first time we actually get to see them all together um, back at Winterfell, where we started the whole thing um, from the beginning, anyways. So cool. I think it's really, really awesome that that was a that's finally coming out. We're only a few short months away, and uh, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to some more Game of Thrones. Ooh. You have another guy for me. Um. So on comic book side of things, DC has announced that not only they've got you know obviously we've talked about the Walmart exclusives. They now have a Target exclusive that they're coming out with, um, which cool, whatever. I it's can't a, wait for the Dollar General exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
this seems like it's a it's a one off. It's not like uh, they're not doing a series of things. But it's like, okay, what are we doing now? You're exactly right. When's the, the Dollar General exclusive? I think the Dollar General exclusive is just going to look like they gave it. The really famous writers gave their stories for what would be the Dollar General exclusive. And they gave it to like five-year-old children that don't know how to draw. And they just draw carry-ons and they staple it together and they throw it on the shelf. <laughs> um, so I was curious how they were going to handle this. Um, there's a storyline that was kind of brought up and they started talking about this. Um a while back is that primal age yeah so primal age was this like toy line that they made back in like the 80s 90s that i don't even think it ever came out actually it was a it was just a it was a, like a, a, a prehistoric a almost type yeah like, i don't I, did, I don't i don't know if this actually ever came out it's almost it was like batman but he was conan the barbarian batman type thing right yes something exactly. to that effect it's 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 he-man um yes. versions of the dc <laughs> universe which is really weird though now that he's like a a, a dc property yes exactly but so they they started with these like they were getting. <laughs> it just looks so hackney, like how short he is and stubby and the the logo. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. He fights with a sword. <laughs> yeah, that's that's DC Primal Age. Man. I know it's just funny though. Uh, I never actually seen it. Seen it. I just remember. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker. So I don't. He's know. He's burly too. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, but so that's what this Target exclusive is: is the DC Primal Age giant uh story that they're doing uh so go check it out if you wanna it's I, didn't the only one that looks appropriate and cool as shit is the aquaman aquaman one. does look that looks cool. awesome wonder woman looks he looks like normal. fucking keen trident from from little mermaid yes wonder <laughs> woman looks normal because yeah. i mean she's instead kind of, of green lantern he just looks like a buff green lantern with for whatever reason so weird that instead chain. of a ring he's wearing like a flavor flavoring uh, a flavor flavor <laughs> chain <laughs> Look but at the back like cave. A, it's like a, like a skeleton. It looks like, like yeah, it looks like Castle Grayskull. That's weird. <laughs> um, 100-page giant, 10 bucks, Target exclusive, out now. Go get it if you want to. I like the idea of these little niche little things looks to cool. check out. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Depends on if I end up at Target in the next couple weeks or not, I guess. Yeah. I'm not going to go seek well, this know, out the, the on my own. The closest Target from me is like 45 minutes away, and I'm probably not going to drive there just to get this. No. 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 I'm thinking no. I uh, We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, something to, something to bring up for people something who to like wet that my kind whistle. of thing. <laughs> wet your whistle. Uh, the next expansion for Elder Scrolls Online has been announced. It is called Elsewhere. Um, but elsewhere is another area in the continent. In the map. Yes. So you have like your Tamriel, um, you have Skyrim, mm -hmm. which is on there, Hammerfell, uh, all of these different areas. Oblivion. Oblivion is a different plane of existence. Oh. It's not actually in there. Got ya. But I like where your head's at. Morrowind, that's another one as mm -hmm. well. Um, so in Elder Scrolls Online, we've already had Morrowind being completely redone. It's been reimagined. They've had the area of the Isle of Somerset redone. Um, I think last year, and then this one is elsewhere. It's the home of the Khajiit, uh, which are the cat people that oh. are there. Mm -hmm. um, so this one's going to have uh, the whole area of elsewhere. This is the first time it's ever been shown in any game. It's just been unknown area from where they're from. So the whole this is the first time we've ever seen it. Um, they're going to have a whole new seg like subsection of story, just like you would expand from an expansion anyway. But they're adding in a bunch of new, uh, obviously weapons, content. Uh, dragons for the first time in 
First time ever? For the first time in Elder Scrolls Online. They were introduced in, like, Skyrim, because, you know, you're in, like, a Nordic, uh, high north region. They had some dragons and stuff there, too. Yeah, that's where dragons Um, normally are found. That makes sense. So then this one is actually, like, the elsewhere is the Khajiit are under a threat of, like, dragons basically destroying the land, and you're basically being sent there to be, like, their champion. To help them out. So I just thought it was really cool, because it's the first time that they've actually expanded out this much where they're going to start seeing some other lands from other places. There's some other places that we haven't seen yet, like uh, in a long time anyway. Hammerfell is where uh, the Red Guard, which is this, the race of black people, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's almost like a weird, almost like Saudi and Arabian type of, uh, like a type of an influence mm-hmm. to it and stuff. And that's not been seen since like DOS era. Whenever the games for that was like Elder Scrolls Two, you saw like Hammerfell, and that Holy was like cow. that was like nineteen ninety like five or six. Whenever Jeez. that came okay. out, so it's been a while since that. I was like that'd be really cool to see in the future. But this expansion should be coming out. I think it's in June if the if I'm if my memory serves me right that the release date's coming through. But that was announced. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, anything that's revolving around Bethesda right now is kind of a uh, fucking hot button button topic. So. Hopefully they don't do something stupid with this expansion. <laughs> Definitely, I've been I I constantly because I've got that PS Now subscription. Yeah, um, and I've been kind of poking around, and I keep edging towards uh, downloading the ESO that you get yeah. on there. Uh, which I, I told you before, it's got some sort of expansion on. It. I just don't know what it is, or some sort of uh, bun. Well, I don't if it was, if I, it probably it wouldn't surprise me if it's the version that you get from PS Now. It might be the version that has Somerset in it, which means that you would have the first, like the base game proper. I think the first DLC, which I don't remember what it was called, the Morrowind was after that, and then the Somerset. So you probably get the base game and three big expansions with okay. that by playing. Mm-hmm. But if you played that and got into it and stuff, you might be able to get caught up to the point to where that's at. But yeah, I've, I've been... I I was looking for right now, and just kind of like, oh, okay, what has the, the shortest amount of, like, me having to understand something before I can just start playing? Um, like, if it's a game where I have to sit through 20 minutes of, like, a, a video of, like, explaining the worlds before I start the game, I was like, ah, eh, not yet. I'm not ready for that yet. Sure. Uh, so I mean, that definitely probably falls into that. It's very... Very Lord of the Rings esque in that sense, where okay. they will explain shit like that to so you, and wait a little bit. you'll have a tutorial and introduction leading into like what your character develops. And I'll get there after so. Kingdom Hearts three, then probably. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the uh, we're gonna talk about a bunch of movie stuff just on the back end, right? Like yes. Kind of okay. Um, just a funny little thing. You remember when you were a kid and you used to get things in cereal boxes, and that was cool. Yes. They're doing Pokemon cards in cereal boxes again, like. Trading card game Pokemon yeah. cards? Really? Yes, in all of You the, say again? Did they do that before? I feel like they were at some point. No. I don't remember that. I might have made that up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look up. You're getting it in your uh, in your sugary cereals like a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Tricks, and uh, um, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Uh, there's 13 collectible cards. Yep. I don't know why I did four. Some new cards. And these guys feet. are putting out videos of them buying multiple boxes to get the new cards and stuff. Yes. Uh, I don't know what cards are in there. It looks like they're the Kanto region ones. Um, foil cards. Oh, here we go. Pikachu, Eevee, Charmander, or Q- Cubone. I don't know why I was going to Cubone. 
Um, but then you got all kinds of different options. But I just love the idea of getting Pokemon cards in this my cereal. This one's got from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You can get Rowlet, Litton. Rowlet, Litton, Popplio, and Pikachu, and they I'll have let four you there. The the Popplio, Popplio, Popplio. However you want to say it. Rough looking. So those those four inside just Cinnamon Excuse Toast me. Crunch alone. You said there's others that it looks like Fruit Roll Ups has them too. I don't know. Yeah, I just I'm digging. I don't know why they're doing it. Sugary I mean, cereals and I guess just snacks in perhaps general. Perhaps Detective Pikachu has something to do with this. I would assume so. Getting a big screen Pokemon movie that's more mainstream and not an animated feature is yeah. going to be huge for I'm them. Super pumped! I was actually the other day. I was like, when the fuck does this movie come out? It's I saw in May. They, they did a. Uh, uh, it is in May. Yeah. I didn't know what the actual date was. Uh, I saw that they had that TV spot trailer where. Pikachu farts and they make a fart joke about it. Oh, I did say I saw an article it was like demystified uh, Pikachu bathroom or uh, Pokemon in their bathroom habits, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't care, I guess. But it was it, it's it's funny, but I mean, it's it's just Ryan Reynolds making a fart joke. Yeah, it's for the kids. It's for for the children. It's for the kids. It's for the motherfucking kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see what I have in my news for you. Bandi Namco, uh, Bandai. I put Bandi Bandai Namco. Uh, announced that they are doing a new action RPG based in the Dragon Ball Z universe and they'll be coming out here in the near future. What? I'm excited because the last time... They got the they, Jump Start... What's the new name? Uh, the Shoujin Jump stuff? Or what's Jump the, Force? Jump Force. Jump Force is just a fighting game. But like that seems like it's it's kind of taken off and people are getting excited about that. Maybe. People have been excited since that Dragon Ball Fighter Z came, Fighters came out last really? year. Like that's, okay. that's like one of the biggest games on the fighting circuit right now. Wow. So it's just like, it seems like the, they're drumming up more excitement for it. Kind of like the Pokemon stuff's going. Like everybody's getting more excited the, about Pokemon again well, and Dragon the Ball. The Dragon Ball stuff's been taken off. They've got uh, this last week alone, whenever, well not this last week, lift the veil again because oh, we're, Don't we're do it. what Don't, day is it don't it's uh the 24th yeah so, well we're not that far behind no. last weekend whenever the dragon ball super broly movie came out it actually made number one movie in the united states really yes because it's only on limited screaming it's it's a dragon ball super movie so basically Live it's after or animated animated okay so it's basically it sets up after the events of uh what happens at the end of dragon ball super like the whole arc of the story because it's finished mm-hmm. um this is what takes place afterwards they're bringing in an old character named broly who was they made a movie about him before he's what they call the legendary super saiyan so they found out that there's another super saiyan that actually exists and he has this weird mystical power um, obviously now in Dragon Ball Super, both Goku and Vegeta have god powers now. So this guy is basically the legendary Super Saiyan, but he's stronger than them as gods, basically. Mm. So they're introducing that character in as canon, and this is also at the tail end of the movie from what I've gathered is this is supposed to set up the fact that they're bringing back Dragon Ball Super again, and they're going to do a whole new arc sometime, I guess, the end of the year. They're going to be having other new episodes coming yeah. out. But... So we had Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, we've had Dragon I like Ball. I to just Super. call it Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, that's that's basically what everybody else calls it. I always just add the Z because it's so big. Um, you're <laughs> hip. You are hipster. <laughs> Not really. Uh, then we've had uh, the success of that, and then we've had Dragon Ball Super that's been out uh, this whole last year that finished up the last arc. That kind of bled into the releasing Broly, and now we have this game coming out. It just seems like the hype off of Dragon Ball is coming back again. And it makes me happy. Like the last time we've seen an action RPG, Dragon Ball, was probably whenever they made one for like Game Boy Advanced. 
Oh. If I'm not mistaken. I think they had one for like maybe the original Xbox, but I think the Game Boy Advance one came out shortly after that one. I see. I don't think it was a port or anything, but this is like action RPG as in like you're like third person flying around the map, you know, interacting, fighting. It's not like a 1v1 fighting situation. You're just like actually like flying around almost like in the same vein as like a like a Batman game. You know, yeah. talking about like mm-hmm. the Arkham games kind yeah. of thing. Kind of open world-ish. Yeah, probably yeah. more so open world because you're actually going to be able to jump up and fly as like Goku or any of them. So yeah. And then you'll drop down and you'll fight and do some hand-to-hand combats. You'll have your boss fights and stuff like that too. But it's it's cool to see them trying to branch out again and actually make something mm-hmm. that's not just a straight-up fucking fighting game too. Most Death. Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah, he is. Um... So, a couple of different companies are working on uh, gaming-type streaming services, it looks like. It looks like Amazon and Verizon are both rumored to be working on, yeah, on their own game streaming services. So, Amazon streaming as in, like, here's your game, you're going to stream it off the internet, like a a PS Now used to be. Uh, Yes, I do believe so. I mean, like, streaming services is not as in, like, Twitch, because Amazon uh, already owns Twitch. <laughs> I might be wrong. I might be reading this wrong. Um, I, I'm assuming that's what you mean by it. I That's how I read from the from the. From it'd be, the like, it'd be the, like having, like, a, like, Gamefly, but instead of renting the games, you're basically yes. just renting, but quote-unquote just downloading them, and or not downloading them, but streaming them to play them. So they, they've previously acquired GameOn, which is a cloud-based tool for developers to utilize features within their day. Mm-hmm. Such as leaderboards and now th- maybe it is just a twit. Maybe they're just getting more into. No, it's it's streaming. It's streaming because I know that the one that you're talking about through Xbox. It's basically they're going to use that service that they're working on. Okay. That one is specified kind of like what they do now with Game Pass. But Game Pass, you specifically download the games only whenever you have that. This service that they're going to offer will allow you to. I think what they said it's actually going to coincide with Game Pass. So you can download the games. You can also stream them. They'll have a few more games that are available for you to stream rather than just download because it's easier for them to do it that way. Gotcha. Gotcha. So gotcha. I, I do remember that uh, being a thing. I, I don't know about the Amazon one, but yeah, that, that sounds like what it is. Amazon seems like they're primarily going to focus on more of like the mobile game-esque things. You know, how... Uh, how they've got, you know, Fortnite's becoming quite the mobile game as well as it is yeah. on the consoles. Uh, but it looks like they're already, they're also getting involved in bigger titles like Red Dead 2, God of War, Far Cry, Anthem, Metro, FIFA, Monster Hunter World. Uh, that they're, it looks like they're trying to get in with the, the NVIDIA shield, which is a Verizon product already, I do believe. Yeah, NVIDIA. Uh, NVIDIA. Um, so it looks like they're they're trying to go through that whole thing. I don't uh, I don't know I don't know how I feel about continued streaming. I like the idea of being able to rent a game without going to get a disc. Like that's cool to be able to say like I want. Yeah, we've talked about this before though several months ago. Just, yeah, it like, just unless you have a super super solid internet yeah. connection, um, which I have now. I'll oh! talk. I'll talk. I'll talk more about next episode. <laughs> prepare for that shit. Um, breaking news so yeah unless you have a better and more stable internet connection and a content or a console that's actually pushing it that can that can hold up to power like that yeah. as well too but i don't see it being a problem with the playstation 4 but it's just still as just a medium depending on what type of games you're looking forward to playing it doesn't necessarily it doesn't to me it doesn't play out well 
What's the what's the so downfall like a, like a, to downloading these games? Why aren't they letting? Why isn't that the just norm? Storage capacity. You, know, this, you don't have to worry is? about storage capacity whenever you're oh, just streaming. It's kind of carefree. It's like, hey, yeah. you can just play this game. Yeah, because all you're relying upon is basically you're playing you. the game that's already been downloaded and stored on somebody else's server. You know, whoever developed yeah. the game out there at some you know some other place, and you're just you're just using their shit to play gotcha. your, that game, but you're using the Makes internet sense, to do so. It's like the concept of movies HD or any yeah. of that stuff. You know, you, you'll have that hub that the movie is on at somebody else's PC, but you're using the internet to stream yeah. it and stuff. In certain mediums, it works well. You know, like mm-hmm. movies and stuff, it can think ahead far enough. But whenever it's games, it's not just thinking ahead far enough with what's actually going on in the game, but you also have to think about the contextual input that you're doing with your controller mm-hmm. that's controlling that character on the screen too. So whenever you have that going through, you're relying on the internet to write for your reaction time within a mm-hmm. game so especially like first person shooters and stuff like that it doesn't really work it to me it only works well whenever you're doing something like uh like an rpg you know something mm-hmm. that's turn-based you know you can take your time with it if there's a little bit of lag or latency that's not that big of a deal because you're actually being able to do that but playing something that's so context sensitive and you rely on like blocking and stuff like god of war like yeah. actually relying on like blocking and getting those hits in time and stuff if your controller is like has a two millisecond lag on it. That's the difference between you getting hit in the game and actually blocking the blocking the hit. Yeah. Well, and I guess the the uh, a lot of as I'm continuing to skim through this article, um, what what's coming up with these rumors is a lot of they're seeing these on these stores. They're starting to pop up, or they're, yeah. they're what they call when they break into it, uh, when they start to they see stuff behind the scenes that's already loaded in. To an app or to something. Like a, like a data hack type yeah, of thing. Like yeah, like a data hack. They're seeing a lot of these games, which a lot of them, I noticed, I was like, wait a second, God of War is an exclusive. Like, how is it that? It's a PlayStation exclusive. They would have to be able to talk to Sony yeah. separately. But that's, that's the other thing that is cool, though. I mean, for those people that don't necessarily care about something like that or do have the super solid internet connection, using something like the NVIDIA Shield, which is a decently powerful device, honestly, a lot of people will use it to play things that are like Android-based game-wise, or they'll just use it as a streaming device. Is it a console? It's like it's it's kind of like just a streaming device, but it has a controller that you can get with it. So it's like a like miniature a version of a console. Okay. You can play games on it that are like available in the Android market and some games that are available kind of like on Steam and stuff too. I gotcha. Um that you can download to it and play on it and stuff. Oh. Um some people I've seen actually like like open it up and they'll they'll do like emulations and stuff on it too. Gotcha. But well, what are the one of the things they're talking about is like some of these are exclusive games. So are they just available to purchase the game code through this Verizon store and then you still have to plug it into the PlayStation. Yeah, so that, that that makes sense too. But that's what I was saying. Like if they were able to open it up and it was just something that was available to use this service this with okay. on the shield, mm-hmm. then that would give, you know, more people the eligibility to play something like God of War without having to spend the three, four hundred dollars on a console for like oh, a PS4 yeah, to yeah. actually be able to do it. But yeah, I mean, this is basically the shield. You have it as just the exact same way as the Google Assistant that's built into it. So you can ask it to search for whatever you're wanting to look for whenever you're using it for streaming. It's just a simple desktop type thing. Um, but what's it powered by? Like, what's the background? Is it like an Android like interface? Is it like a yeah? It uses an Android based OS that actually powers everything because it's all Google integrated. That's on the really? inside of it, but. It uses, because it's made by NVIDIA. Those are the people that make the fucking graphic cards. So the actual power oh, that's behind it is NVIDIA-powered. So it's not like it's hard. Whoa, they've got the DC Universe on that fucker. Yeah. So you can get whatever you want to on it. It's, it's like having... Is it better than the Roku? It's like having a... 
an Android phone. I mean, you get DC Universe on here. Yeah, valid. But, you know, you, you, you can still download, like I said, those Android apps. You can download any app that's available on the Android Marketplace. Whoa. So you, it has, like, an open-ended uh, capability to do a lot of shit on do it. Do I like this better than the Roku? That's up to you. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it different than my Roku See, for TV, me, like, like, like the Chromecast stuff. does everything that I need it to do because I can get all of this stuff on my phone and just stream it directly to it. Yeah, but I don't always have my phone with me. I lose it, and then I don't have it charged. You're much better at having a phone. I'm not an adult quite yet sometimes. <laughs> I, I never... I didn't... Although they have more, the most 4K entertainment, period, featured apps, and I'm just like... It's literally the fucking Google Play Store. It's everything that's on the Google Play Store you can get on this thing. So yeah, you don't have to see featured apps. You just open up your phone. <laughs> like it's all there. That's Basically. cool though. Yeah, it's a really neat product. I, I like what you're up to. Me? Yeah. What am I up to? Uh, you're about six foot. Up to? Are you six foot? <laughs> yeah, I am. You're taller than me, and I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bust out two's news topics real quick, and then I'll Two's let you news. do. Two's news, uh, and then I'll, uh, I'll I'll be basically straight to uh, right to, mo- to movie time, I'm and then you can, you can give me, uh, well I guess three news topics. They're real fast. Mm, okay. uh, one of them is uh, I'll allow it. My my sweet baby boy Hideo Kojima uh, showcased the first two opening hours of Death Stranding to Guerrilla Studios, who made the Red Faction games. Mm-hmm. Um, took the game over there to them, and their words were, "We were absolutely left speechless." They said, like, if this is, like, one of the single greatest experiences of gaming that they had ever played. Wow. They said, like, nothing but high praise behind it. It was just, like, he is a fucking genius. The design stuff behind it, like, the concept of everything that's going on, he, they were just, like, they left a speechless. This fucking blew my mind kind of a thing. Awesome. Good. And I was just, like, that's, I mean, you don't need any more confirmation other than mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, that's, that's really cool that another developer, like, gave them that much praise. Mm-hmm. Um... One of the other ones that I had, sh- I think I showed you a picture of, and you probably already knew it or seen it, was the Pixel 4 and the Pixel 4 XL. Mm-mm. Did I not show you? No. I thought I sent you the picture of it. I'll try and see if I still have it on my phone. Well, I'll just look it up on the phone. Um, they, they, had a, uh, they had a patent that was released for it. Um, and somebody took the patent and basically made the concept of it. And, uh, based, they, on the it based on the patent, patents, mm-hmm. details, and everything like that. And this one's going to be notchless. And it looks like it's also going to be bezel-less as well. Kind of like what we're expecting from the next Galaxy X10 or yeah. S10 that's supposed to come out. So I guess that might be like the next thing that we're doing is just, just a be- complete flush screen. And that's what I was saying after I was thinking about it. Because we, we talked about this kind of the last time. Yeah. Uh, this will make me maybe, depending on the power that's behind it, if if the standard four is going to have a decent a chunk of power behind it still, I may just get the four instead of the four XL because at that point the four XL is going to have almost like a six point five inch screen. Valid, absolutely. And then that one is going to end up going up to like five point five something, size basically that. what this one is near. Just not the width. Yeah, but yeah. I'm mean, just going to have a smaller device fit in my pocket and be completely like bezel-less and have that flush display. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can find it real quick, but. I'm I'm super excited because uh, some of the early spec sheets that it said from the patent and what it was talking about being inside of it, this sounds like it's going to be a much better buy than what we had from three from the three. Yeah, yeah, because the three was an improvement, but it wasn't that big of an improvement. And the majority of it was just a few new features that they added to it, um, a little bit more power behind it, and then it had the notch, which I just I'm not so keen on the notch. I care about it, yeah, yeah, I don't really truly care about it. Here's here's uh, what it looked like here. 
It's a completely flush bezel-less display. You'll have your home button that's down there on the bottom still. Uh, your grooving for on the edge of the bezel is going to be kind of curved. So you're going to have your speaker and everything down here. They'll be able to fit it just in the... Yep, in that small groove that's there. Nice. I don't know how they're supposed to do what they're doing with the camera exactly. It's still going to have a front-facing camera. There was an idea that the camera was actually mirrored behind part of the yeah, screen. Which makes sense. I think you could do it. So it basically is almost like that section of screen is going to be almost etched out in a way. So it's still going to have your LCD completely covered. So mm -hmm. you'll have a full flush screen. But then whenever you go into camera mode, all of a sudden you'll have your dot there that'll show up because it'll be like that part of the screen turns it'll off. Just go away. And then you can see it's through just, it. It's kind of clear. The screen becomes yeah, clear. Yeah, like just completely translucent and then your camera shows up. That'd be cool. So that, that that's a really awesome design if that's the case. And mm -hmm. I did definitely, I already told Manny, it was like, well, uh, I'm going to get the Pixel 4. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's exactly what I'm going to get. Absolutely. It looks awesome. Um, the last thing was, uh, which is kind of ties into movie stuff a little bit, but uh, Black Panther. Did you see that about it being nominated? For what? Is the first superhero movie ever to be nominated for an Oscar? Whoa! Yeah, because what did for Best Picture? Suicide Squad got what? Suicide Squad. They got. Uh, was it a what's a an, um, an Academy Award? Or Academy something? Award. It won award. That's an Oscar. Is it? Yeah, I don't think it won an Oscar then. It won something for uh, it's like makeup or something like that. Okay. Well, this uh, is the this, uh, this is the first movie in uh, like superhero movie. This is best picture is best what picture. it's actually awarded right on. for. So is it the the new like the new best picture that's like best picture people's choice? Because I heard they no, were making this is, a new. This, is, uh, this that's, I don't think that's actually there was a new category. That's not started yet. Okay. So that this this year's categories are all exactly the same as what they had been, and I think that next year's is supposed to change. That's when they're that. gonna do the this two is, different this is this is full pictures. on just Beck's picture because it's like up there with movies like Roma, uh, A Star Is Born, and all these other big huge movies and yeah. stuff like that too. That I already told Manny, it was like it's cool that they it's got nominated. Win. It's definitely not gonna win. There's other movies that are gonna win that are in this list, but. It's awesome to see a movie like this actually get thrown up on. Yeah, that's cool. This is like the first time that I remember like being that excited that something is on Best Picture since like fucking Lord of the Rings was on yeah. Best Picture, which obviously it deserved because it had acting and everything in it too that was mm -hmm. really really good. But I mean, superhero movie, fucking cool. superhero movie as cool the Best Picture. Uh, if you have some more, is news, it legit? Do you think that they're like, do they really feel like it's a Best Picture, or does it just like fan service a bit? I feel like both. I feel like that, that probably to a certain extent they do feel like it was a really solid movie. Um, I mean, character development-wise, it's really cool. You, the Killmonger was a really great villain mm -hmm. as well, too. But, I mean, once it gets down to it, I'm sure it has some fan serviciness to it because they're going to have people be like, hey, it won a thing. And then you're going to get an influx of people wanting to get on there to see if it wins or yeah. not. So that's a big bump that they're going to end up getting of people wanting to see yeah. it. So, there's been a lot of good movies, a lot of good superhero movies even, and I don't know if... I don't. I didn't feel very strongly about Black Panther as a movie itself. What it stood for, and the diversity and the ability to have an almost entirely all black cast and a superhero movie, ever. like, is great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But like, as a movie itself, when you take away all of the things that it just stands for, and you just focus on that, I don't know. You think that it is pop, pos it is popular, and it is on there as a best mo uh, best motion picture because Andy Serkis is still in it. Because they were like, because he was Gollum's in this, this so we got it. We, he has to be in there. I thought you were like, cool. There was a white dude. 
<laughs> no, I meant I meant it in the sense of like it because was, we just talked about Lord of the Rings winning Best Picture, a, and then we all of a sudden get. I was like, it was wait a, a minute. It's kind of a it's a it's a a Lord of the Rings continuation with that. And wasn't Martin Freeman in one of the Lord of the Rings movies? He was in the Hobbits. In the yeah, Hobbits, he, yeah. he played uh, Bilbo, young yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. So like it's it's Smeagol and Bilbo. Hanging out. <laughs> Again. Yeah. That's what the whole movie was about. Nobody even paid attention to the fact that that was like... It was another Tolkien movie. They're like, Black Panther, the newest Tolkien movie. Speaking of movies, and we're going into movies, and Tolkien, uh, there's a Tolkien like biopic uh-huh. that's biopic. coming out. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just uh, saw that uh, yesterday. It's getting a release date, um, and that release date is uh, not super easy to find on this article. Isn't the movie actually just yeah. called Tolkien? May 10th of 2019, yeah, it is called Tolkien, and the guy who plays uh, the Beast on the new X-Men uh-huh. movies yeah. is, is our Tolkien. Yep. Um, I Hopefully it's more exciting than like his writing, but I like the dude, and I like his movies. His exciting's good, he just... Is... He does a better job at painting the scene than getting into like a great painter. He really is. He's the Bob Ross of writing. He is. (laughs) Oh my God, yes, yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Do you have other news news that's not movie related? Let's just movie it up, my friend. Okay, so mine is nothing but trailers. I don't because have that's all that happened. Any trailers, and I just have a bunch of like movie news. Oh, movie news. Yeah. Okay, you want me to hit it with a trailer then? Hit it, boy. Spider Man. Far from home. Oh yeah, I trailer about that. dropped. It did drop. We have Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Mysterio. I watched it three times, I think. We've got because I missed a bunch. We of got the first Happy time. Hogan hitting on Aunt May. Yeah, God, she still looks good though. <laughs> oh, always. Oh, that Aunt May. She's getting better with Marissa age. Tomei. Seriously though, yeah. like I just want to tell Manny, I was like, she gets hotter the older she gets. Yeah, she's <laughs> it's good. Time. Awesome. Uh, but no, uh, I think it's really awesome that, uh, who's the, what's all the, what's the creature? Like the, like the water and everything. I think it's what's all has to do with Mysterio. I thought he was fighting it though. He was, but I think it has to do with Mysterio. You think he's like, he's making it and he's manipulating it. He's and like, it's like, this is what you're seeing inside Peter's mind. And like he's creating it and being like, I'm going to save the day. So trust me. Yeah, I really think that that's the where guy. the premise of it is going. Like, he's going to end up trying to make Spider-Man look like the bad guy, and he's the hero, gotcha. when in all actuality, he's just doing this to manipulate the people. And you got Sam Jackson, who looks younger in this movie, but I don't think they're using the de-aging process. I don't him. think they are either. I he think just he's, just, he's, just, he's just looking good. Yeah. <laughs> he got toned up for glass, and he was just like, I'm, I, I, this is going to be good. Yeah, because the last time we saw him in like a Marvel movie, outside of the Captain Marvel like yeah. kind of PS scene on the end of Avengers... Uh, like he's starting to was starting to look real scrawny and like mm-hmm. kind of like frail. Like he's getting old. Plus, like when he does the uh, "What's in Your Wallet" commercials, mm-hmm. like he looks like, like a different person. He looks like, like RuPaul. He's with, old it, when, with uh, out like drag RuPaul on. when he's not in yeah. drag. <laughs> That's true. It's RuPaul. It's that. RuPaul's dad. <laughs> uh, he, RuPaul might be older than him. I don't really know. They might be like the same exact. Age. I would have to say that Sam Jackson has to be older than RuPaul. I, I think so, but at the same time, I feel like RuPaul has been a household name since like the sure. fucking late eighties. I like RuPaul too. So, uh, uh, but yeah, then the trailer looks good. I didn't realize that we got to see Mysterio with the dome on. Yeah, yeah, at the very uh, but close I, to the end of yeah, it. Yeah, there was a point in there because that's what I was waiting for. I was like, "Where is this at?" I watched on mobile first. That was yeah, my I problem. You. Yeah, I didn't watch it like in the big screen. But yeah, uh, looks good. What was the uh, the Batman like the sneaking or the Batman the Spider Man sneaking suit that he's wearing in there the black and the red black one. The, not black and red one just the all black one with the goggles and shit oh, looks yeah. like looks like Spider Man Noir but yeah. it's not the Noir so it's just a sneaking suit gotcha um, but I thought that that was really cool part of me feels like since he doesn't take his suit with him to 
uh, fucking Europe or whatever yeah. on his trip. Maybe that's something that Samuel or that Nick Fury gives him at first Could or whatever, be, yeah. and then he eventually Tony gets his suit this, back yeah. or whatever. But that was another thing that somebody was saying that I that kind of leads to speculation with Endgame because mm-hmm. we know for sure that this is after Endgame. This picks up directly after the events of Endgame, it does. kind of a thing. So that that's exactly what happens. That's um, what they say. I feel like, and this is something that I said on the other podcast too, that it looks to me like whenever he's looking at the suit and she says, "Are you gonna? Are you want me to pack your suit or something?" He goes, "No, I just, I just want to have, you know, I just want to be a normal kid, you know, on this trip. I don't want to have to be Spider Man. They don't have Spider Man in, in Europe anyway, so I mean, kind of yeah. a thing. So that's 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 what he does. And whenever he looks at the suit and he closes the door, he almost looks at it very forlorn. Um, that and one other thing almost makes me feel like uh, Tony is going to die yeah. at some point in time um, during Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big giant check in the scene whenever they're writing something or that, that gets written for uh, Happy's holding it or something. It's something for a donation oh, yeah. for the school so they can go on the trip mm-hmm. or whatever. And Happy's holding the check. The check's actually signed by Pepper. Um, oh. It's not signed by Tony or anything like that. So that's what, there's like a couple of things that people were saying. Maybe this is kind of what that's kind of correlated with. Maybe he's looking at his suit so like forlorn and closed the door because maybe he's just upset because his mentor's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another thing that I kind of took away from. I that always thought that Tony was going to die after in game. I anyways. did too. I felt like he was going to die, and then whoever was going to take up the mantle, maybe in like a new Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. you know, where we'll get like another Iron Man or Iron Woman or whoever, yeah. maybe um, or War Machine, even maybe. Um, that the new AI voice inside of it was yeah. going to be Tony. I hope so. It's not he'll still machine. get like the fucking like yeah. dollars and shit like that or whatever. Yeah. But then we'll get you know we'll I still have, have that. But I have no desire to see War Machine. Like it's been like such a like kind of half-assed character. Which throughout sucks this. because I really do like War Machine as a character yeah. just in general. I think yeah. it's he's really a neat character in the comics, yeah. but. Once it comes to like the movies and stuff, I'm just like you just kind of like just half-assed and, this whole thing. And Don Cheadle, like I like Don Cheadle. I've always liked too, Don yeah. Cheadle, but like I don't think that he brings anything to that cast. That's like, hey, I'm Don Cheadle, and here's all the things I can do. They're yeah, like, I felt that way. Like, hey, about some of the other side characters and stuff too. Like, I told Mandy that there's there's a new Netflix movie that has a fucking dude that plays Falcon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's called Io. I, I can't think. Of I kind of I saw the movie and I was like, that looks really cool. I kind of want to see it. And she was, and I was like, I wonder. I was like, do you remember what happened to Falcon? She was like, who's Falcon? <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, ah, I get that. Yeah, but I, could, I don't remember if he died or not. <laughs> I could. I would rather watch a Falcon movie or something to do with Falcon than I would War uh, Warhammer War Machine War Machine. Uh, I don't know. I don't, a a like, Falcon standalone thing would be really cool, and I think that's something that they talk might, about yeah, around so. for the Disney Plus. Yeah. At some point in time, I don't think it would ever do a War Machine one. I don't think Don Cheadle would do a standalone War no, Machine. Don anyways. Cheadle's like asking Mozart to play Marianne a Little Lamb. Like it's he's he's way above playing a comic book character and what they're giving him to do. At least, I mean, you could have a great actor in one of those movies. No, no problem with that. But like, they're not even giving him anything to do. They're just like, hey, it's Don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Give me, but, a, uh, give me a couple of your your news topics. Um, we can talk about that. Sylvester Stallone is writing uh. an Edgar Allan Poe biopic. What? Uh, <laughs> which, if you look at this comparison, picture, it sounds as weird as like I just heard earlier today that they're making a new spinoff of a or not spinoff, but a new 
H.P. Lovecraft movie or something okay. like that, like a, based off of another novel of his, and it's Nicolas Cage that's going to be like backing, like doing the whole thing for it. That's cool. I mean, but the, I was just the like, thing I, that I always forget about Sylvester Stallone is he's a good writer. Yeah, like he's actually been a uh, had been good at uh, that kind of thing. There's an old an old Sly picture that is uh, oh just him. <laughs> it looks like him dressed up for uh, a Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, like he's like but, he's uh, like he's like uh, not Ebenezer Scrooge, but like one of the side characters. He's Bob Cratchit. Yeah, he's Bob Cratchit. But there's a there's a little like this one that old picture of of uh, Edgar Allan Poe and then him in Rocky Balboa like. They almost have the same nose. They do. So I think they could pull it off. You think that he's gonna like he's portraying? He's just writing, or he's gonna be? In I don't it? know. And it, it hasn't really been. Uh, he's he just I gave feel, an update I, on the fact that he's working on this thing. I feel like as a writer, he's done that before though too. Where he's wrote himself into the character. Like he's part of the screenplay writing. He's writing. He's written. He wrote Rocky. He wrote Rocky, First Blood, and Cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. For uh, Rocky Two, II, Rocky Three, First Blood. Uh, staying alive. <laughs> That's awesome. Rocky uh, Balboa. He's wrote in the Expendables too. Yeah. He's tied with the screenplay for that and Rambo Five, the last one's come out. Yeah, he wrote the the Creed movies. So has he? Why, oh, he's a he's, a, he's the creator of the Ultimate Beastmaster. I thought that meant that like, oh, he wrote. It yeah. was like that's just like a game show type thing. Yeah. Like like the I was the like, how is that greatest Ninja Warrior? Thing. American Ninja Warrior or Ninja Warrior? Yeah. yeah. That's really cool, though. I mean, I, I thought that he wrote some of those movies. I didn't realize he like basically wrote every fucking movie he's ever yeah. been in. He's a uh, that might be the he's only a really he's, he's a really hard worker, though. Yeah, and I mean, and then you look at his body, and you're like, not only is he a good writer, he's an okay actor, he's a good director, mm -hmm. and he is a beast of a man. Yeah, I'm just like just you so got to think of like he's in the best shape of his life. Whenever Rocky was coming out, he wrote a movie that is like super, super fucking critically acclaimed. Yeah. And he's just a fucking knocked it out of the park with it, literally. Yeah. In that movie, ah. it's just kind of cool that that he's like a complete triple threat in that sense. I guess. I also like that he's like covered Ooh. in tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of just cool because you tattoos. don't expect that. Um, but yeah, uh, and then also, it's been rumored that we're getting a Pokemon Red and Blue movie. Oh, Live like a, like an actual like red and blue, like yeah. the characters red and blue. Yeah. Did you ever watch the standalone like the uh, the series? Yeah. There's like a six part thing. Yes. That was that you should just make an animated series that's, that's longer of that. Or because because, give better. me a live action with like the Detective Pikachu technology. Yeah. Of, it, but of like, that. Yeah. Absolutely. That was so good. It was. It was awesome. I loved that series. So, I was just like I was super sad after it was like only six episodes and they blew through it so fast. Between like the episodes and whenever they did the commercials, it was literally like the fucking Game Boy screen doing like yeah. the continue yes. new game. It showed how many badgers Red yes. had and stuff at that point in the story. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is so fucking smart. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was it was that is a cool idea, perfect. And so if they can translate that into a live action using the, I'm in love with the like Detective Pikachu, like the way that they're CGI and yeah. that into there. So if they figure out if they can do that and that with that storyline, it looks like there's some battle sequences that you'll see in the movie mm -hmm. coming out. Like it shows like the Charizard's actually in an arena of some kind, yeah. where he's blowing the fire in the trailer and yeah. stuff. So I'm, I would assume we'll see some kind of battle sequence, mm -hmm. and maybe if it's a cool enough fight, that might be. And you'll get what they kind of You think they'll play music like that in the oh, background? Oh yeah, like an orchestrated version of mm -hmm. those. 
It'll be a, a more uh, a more grown up version of it. I already told Vanna this. Like whenever well, I probably mentioned it whenever we was talking about that trailer first coming out, but whenever they first start showing the trailer and they do like the "Welcome to Sinnoh City" or whatever, yeah. and you hear like the low piano doing the bum 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 yeah bum, and just like the title screen music, I was just like, oh fucking feels yeah, <laughs> like twelve year old Justin, he's, <laughs> he's crying inside, <laughs> and. uh Edgar Wright has finished the first draft of Baby Driver Two. Nice, yeah. I'm I still haven't seen Baby that. Driver One yet, but it's, uh, I knew you liked it, so I wanted to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, it's a fucking great movie. I saw that. I don't remember what it was. I'll have to look it up again. Give me another topic though, you or can two. Look it up. Uh, and you know, there's another Edgar Wright's making a a horror movie or something. It's not like horror comedy, but it's like a horror movie or something. Is it the live action version of the Hunchback of Notre Dame that Disney's doing now? It is not, but uh, <laughs> that's an interesting. I don't know, who was in the, there was a live action Hunchback movie already, right? Um, I'm sure there was, because that's just a, a title of a movie. And by of, a, of a book, you mean? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a thing. That's but, not, um, a, there, like the what, real there has been a Hunchback that. of Notre Click Dame. That. I did. Click it, Eddie. Eddie Redmayne, that's no. who they want to play him? He, he could picks? do it. How, those, these are the like, dream cast. <sighs> uh... I made a face. Oscar Isaac. Janelle Monet. I imagine they're talking oh, about to... Diego Luna. He's he, so handsome. You think so? <laughs> I like Diego Luna. He's a he great actor. He looks like a white trash Johnny Depp. He is. That's why I think he's so handsome. If Zach Galifianakis played The Hunchback of Notre Dame, he doesn't have, I would shit my pants. He doesn't have the scale to do that. I just need to go to IMDb and type it in. That's where I'm going to find all my answers. You were just on IMDb. I meant like... I actual IMDb, not like this Dreamcast thing. There's a, there's been Hunchback. I don't know how to spell hunch. It's a H U N. Uh, no, not like that. H uh, U N C H. Oh, yeah. like that. Uh, the 39 version. No. The 97 version. This one. Manny Patinkin's in it. That looks more like. Uh, he looks more like he's Natsurafu. That's Nosferak too. <laughs> There he is. See, oh, yeah. Minnie Patinkin as, as oh, the yeah, Hunchback. Oh, yeah, he totally is. And is that, uh, what's her face? Yeah. Uh, uh, Selma Hayek? She Hayek's? plays Esm- Esmeralda. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's, this is the one, I remember this being on TV and watching it. Was it a made-for-TV movie? I don't think, so. I think it was, maybe, yeah. Richard gotcha. Harris was the, was the bad guy. Was the judge. Uh, You're the judge! I'm oh, no! Set me free! Uh, yeah. So they're doing a they're doing a Hunchback live action movie. Why the fuck not? Can we just go ahead and see uh, what other Disney movies they've made uh, over the last sixty years and just roll the dice and figure out what's on it. As soon as I'm done with this, what other live action movies they're gonna just make of their animated? Because it seems like what they're fucking doing. Uh, what but, shadows? I love. Is that is that the movie I was talking about? I don't know. Plot is being kept in. That's not it. But, uh, yeah, so I was, I was just kind of, uh, I like to keep track of these live-action Disney remakes because they're getting a red dick. Oh, maybe this is just, they just had news about it. This is it, though. They don't have a casting. Plot's unknown. It's a psychological horror thriller set in London. Has a female lead tied to it. But I just remember them saying that he's doing a actual, like, proper horror movie. Oh, cool. And then he's not done, I don't think, a horror movie in a very long time, if at all, maybe. Gotcha. Other than, you know, like, the Shaun of the Dead. But it's, even though it's horror, it's more comedy than it's it is a, anything it's else it's a horror comedy comedy horror uh they're making a uh just dance movie based around the video game series I fucking hate it 
I don't know. Um... I, wish, I wish that would just be done. <laughs> Remember when they decided they were going to make a movie on unboxing videos? Yes. Still that that still could be funny, though. Pandora's unboxing. I want to know, like, a list of all Disney movies. All of them? <laughs> I just, I want a big list of movies that I can see. These aren't all These new. are the ones that are coming out. I know, but I want, I want they're Disney, coming. what should I say, Disney, classic Disney you movies? You think they're going to do, like, a live-action Wreck-It Ralph yet? No. It's too early. If they did it, and if they did it now, I would be really upset if it wasn't John C. Riley. Live action Chippendales Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Live action Chippendales. They already have those. Uh, <laughs> That's the men. The men that we've dance. got Snow White done before. Now we're doing Lion King. They've been talking about. They've Little done Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast. So Little Mermaid, Sleeping Beauty. Um, they that's Maleficent, right? Yeah, but I mean, is that still oh, uh, the same? Yeah, if they the just same. did Maleficent, Milan, that's They're, being done, right? It's being done, yeah. Okay, so we got Aladdin this year, yeah. and Lion King this year. Beauty and the Beast has been done. Lady yep. and the Tramp is getting done. Yep. Pinocchio. Uh, they've done some live action ones. We but, talked about that before uh, on the episode. When they showed you the one with Drew, Drew Carey, Carey. Yeah. yeah, that was like two thousand though. But they've not done like a, a full on movie release. Same with Peter Pan. They haven't done like a true. A remake of that. Um, I would love to see a Bambi live action. <laughs> oh yeah, Dumbo's uh, March. Dumbo's this year. coming out. Yeah, Fantasia. A live action Fantasia might fucking make me throw up. That might be weird. Uh, no, Hercules would be kind of weird. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Pocahontas. That would be, that's basically Clash of the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would touch Pocahontas. You don't think so? Um, I think there's just a little too much of like white man and in uh, a Native American woman action going on they probably just want to distance like, themselves don't they have that with other movies that are kind of like that, that but are like, they also not touching those but wouldn't it be kind of cool to see a pocahontas that is like the white man and all that stuff but then they have pocahontas actually being portrayed by a full like a like a native american oh actress. i agree but That'd i think that cool. there's so much like they've done the jungle book doing in that history of it they've all. done the jungle book too many times now yeah Oh, uh, we've Wonder seen Alice we in got. Wonderland. We've seen 101 Dalmatians. Cinderella we have now. I would love to Sword see Sword in the Stone. Stone. Oh, God. That'd be the fucking shit, yeah, dude. that'd be the best. That's what I want now. That's the only thing I want. Nobody wants Aristocats. I do. I love that movie. But you Everybody want... wants to be a But you cat. want a live action with like a bunch of oh, People dressed up like cats and rats. <laughs> it's just cats. Fox and the Hound. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe no, I don't think so. But I guess Tangled sure. wouldn't be bad. I know it's a new movie, but just the actual story of Rapunzel. You yeah. know what I mean, like a live action. Rapunzel I could see thing. them doing the Rescuers. I could see them doing Princess and the Frog. That'd be kind of cool too. I would like to see if they did the Rescuers. I would like to see an original new story as like a third movie of the Rescuers. Like a new, like not like the sequel to Down Under. Yeah, like a Upnard and what's her face. There's that much of a gap between the Rescuers and yes. Down Under. Jesus Christ. 77 to 90. God, I had no idea. We're getting married. We got Mary Poppins. I'd like no, I'd like to see an animated <laughs> live, live Mary action Poppins. live action Toy Story. That'd be weird. <laughs> Actually, you just just use Tom Hanks and uh and Tim Allen. Yes. <laughs> dressed up like the characters. Atlantis, I don't remember watching that movie that Atlantis long. Atlantis was okay. Black Cauldron would be cool. i never seen Black Cauldron. Okay, let's move on. This is fun. Let's talk about other things. Um, they are also going... They're going to do a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot again. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're what doing you, another movie of the of the new movies. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because they're doing a reboot that's going into production this year. I'm almost positive that they're doing a sequel to The Shadows. Right? Um, the Quiet Place producers are rebooting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, God. Is it um, scary? I don't know. <laughs> Production could start as early as this year. 
Um, it was, has been announced. Uh, Andrew Dodge, who did Space Jam 2 and Bad Words, has been tapped to pin the script. Cool. I've not seen Space Jam 2 yet. Nobody has. <laughs> uh, but uh, Bad Words was good. That was that uh, movie with, uh, what's his face, from, uh, you know, Jason Bateman. Cool. I've not seen Bad Words yet. Uh, but I wanted to, specifically with this one, I wanted to ask you... Hmm. What do you want out of a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Do you want foam suits? Do you want CGI like creatures that are highly detailed? Do you want an animated CGI that's like over the top animated? I don't want an animated CGI. I just want animated. You just want like it could be two D two D animation would be really cool. Yeah. How many two D animated movies come out anymore? Honestly, I would like to see it get the Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, like make give it like the actual comic book feel. If you make the if you make the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie the way that it was in the original comic book dark, run, kinda. darker but like almost like it doesn't have to be black and white. Obviously, but I meant like whenever you see the colorization of them, they almost have like the same color bandana. They're all red. Yeah, they all have like the they're like angry looking almost mm-hmm. all the time and stuff too. Yeah, kinda it was mean. just like that would be kind of a cool twist to do with that. You know, give it that kind of a treatment where it's like mm-hmm. almost a. 2.5 D still CGI, you yeah. know, with like they do with Spider Verse, but kind of almost has some sequences that make yeah. you feel kind of comic booky, mm-hmm. and give it like the full on comic book treatment where they do like have like the fucking onomatopoeia like they do in uh, Spider Verse yeah. with like the flip and stuff Wham! like that, and, and you know and everything. They could just pull one of those, and obviously I'd like to see well. that treatment. That, that would be really for, cool. I mean, and you don't have to copy off them directly. You could do a totally no. different tone and everything, but but it would be. I, I think that would be a good way to. Not even like reboot it completely, but give me one of those in between your next live action version mm-hmm. of it. Like I don't need to see another version of these turtles. Do this, build up the the story to it, just like we would do. It's it's an origin story kind of a thing almost. Uh-huh. Show us the turtles being you know growing up kind of a thing in a brief yeah. introductory segment. Show them splinter training them kind of a thing, and get to a point. To where we're actually fighting Shredder and all of this stuff, end your movie, and then the post-credit sequence, we do the fucking Turtles Batman crossover, and like the Joker's running down the town oh or God. something like that, and like the end sequence could just be like Splinter like running into Joker in some alley or something, them fighting, and then like Batman dropping down behind <laughs> Splinter and stuff, and then just have that be like the lead into the next movie is like. The Batman Turtles like team up. You're kind of nuts. Thing. You crazy. Oh, just meant like it just be now that the property's there the and it's DC. Been it's been there and it's it's a thing that already exists and it's the same art style as what the old Ninja Turtle comics were in. The oh, old is that one. what they did? The like the, the Batman Ninja did. Turtle crossover. Yeah, it was, was. Like, it was that art style of Ninja Turtles, like the old old. Gotcha. Like the I haven't 80s read Ninja it yet. Turtles. So I mean, it, it's there and it looks like the old way, and they could lead into something like yeah. that and have a really cool. Uh, sequel already pre-planned for you. Your sequel pre-planned. Hey, have you seen this trailer for The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot? No. Uh, so there's a movie coming out called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. He killed the Bigfoot? And after H- Hitler. Hitler? First. Okay. So this is, uh, you know Sam Elliott? I like Sam Elliott. So this is a Sam Elliott movie. Like he wrote it? No, he's in it. He is the man who killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Okay, um, so I like this. This movie is basically centered around his character. I'm assuming the first part of it is kind of 
his character meeting with this FBI, uh, CIA representative, some some government official, sure, who was talking about his character whenever he was younger, mm-hmm. kind of kind of setting precedence of how badass this guy is. He's telling some stories, yes, and it kind of leads into tall tale. like yes, tall tales of Hitler being killed, kind of mm-hmm. a thing, and. His character, whenever he was like trained as a as a younger guy, was like a CIA secret operative. He was trained in like speaking fluent German. He basically like weeded his way into like the Nazi regime and acted as a Nazi officer during the time of World War II, um, and got his way into like fucking Hitler's chambers. Fucking got like a gun together and fucking blew his fucking head off. Huh. And he is the man who killed Hitler. So now he sits to present date. He is the only man who can handle this job. Bigfoot is on <laughs> the loose. <laughs> As he always is. But now we know that Bigfoot actually carries a disease. A uh, they, they say in the movie, there's like, imagine things that we've combated over time. Influenza, um, the plague, uh, <laughs> swine flu, all these different diseases that we've had. This is basically like almost all of them combined. It's a super like virus. Basically like a super virus. And he is that Bigfoot is they found out is like the carrier of this super virus kind of a thing. And if he is he's like in the northeast in the Appalachian Mountains, if he comes anywhere remotely close to any kind of civilization, this mm-hmm. thing will spread like just as fast as possible. And it could wipe out existence of like humanity the united states would be gone anybody that traveled outside the united states could just wipe out humanity uh-huh. so th- he's like the only man for the job so it's basically like cuts to the next scenes of him like climbing up these fucking mountains and shit and hiking and stuff and like hunting with this rifle trying to find the bigfoot and kill him the precedent alone after you watch this trailer because i'm not able to do it justice but hearing sam elliott be like classic sam elliott awesome yeah. actor and doing this movie is going to be one of the fucking raddest things <laughs> I think ever. Just the cool. Uh, it just seems so awesome to me watching like this young, uh, young Sam Elliott character like go through everything, and you watch like the first half of the movie, and then just him fucking hunting, stalking. It turns into like that movie, The Edge, yeah. where they're just like going through the mountains and stuff and trying to survive, and then also trying to hunt this creature. I just the whole concept of it just sounds wild, awesome yeah. to me. Um, that movie came out last year. It was oh. in, uh, like, Cannes or Sundance or something. Okay. It was I a- think it's supposed to... I don't know if it's getting, like, a big theatrical release or something, or if it's just kind of a small, limited one, and they'll put it out on, like, video afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I'm sold. After watching the trailer, it's, awesome. it's really cool. But I, I recommend people definitely checking it out. It's not a trailer that I think anybody expected me to mention out of this list of trailers that I had. Yeah. But... I mentioned it because I, it, ne- it needed to be mentioned. Oh man, he uh, after he got I think nominated for best supporting actor, in uh, in the uh, what's it called the fucking uh, uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, Lady Gaga movie. Oh, Stars Born, Stars Born. Yeah. Uh, his response was, "It's about fucking time." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, I like you, Sam Elliott." Yeah, he's a good actor. Um, Any more news? Yeah, so uh, there's we talked about a Monopoly movie mm-hmm. at one point in time. Kevin Hart has been cast oh, in great. the Monopoly movie. I'm going to eat one of these. Uh, you eat it. Uh, give us a little bit of rapper noise. <laughs> give us that rapper noise. Yeah, so Kevin Hart's in this Monopoly movie. Uh, we haven't really got to Did hear... you play in the thimble? Because <laughs> he's short? That's awesome. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I was going to ask you, we haven't really heard like the premise behind this movie, but what is your take on what a Monopoly movie premise is? And I love that you would cast people as the game pieces. That's even better than anything I could ever expect. So, so get this. Okay, I'm ready. Picture this. 1943, Sicily. Um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's going to get like a... Like a Jumanji treatment, like the new Jumanji treatment. Fair, okay, I'm following. Like you. how it's like gonna happen in the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe mix that kind of a flavor with like pixels. Pixels, okay. The shitty Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, or like things were in real world kind mm-hmm. of thing about. So maybe something like they're inside the game board, or if it's in real life, the pieces are like existent, and we're like really passing Park Place and go and stuff like that, and we're in like the real city. And there, do you think that like it's gonna be like these, these like we have to complete Donald the game, Trump-y or like, else this is just gonna destroy the world? Or is there no game involved, and it's really just like a bunch of like these four like businessmen, like Donald Trump esque, like buying up different properties, and they're all like fighting for properties around <laughs> they get the city. Their, their nicknames like is the names of the pieces. It's like the thimble. He's the they call him Kevin Hart's character. It's the top. This hat. is this is James the Thimble uh, Harvey. Yes. And they're all just like buying up properties around the city, and mm-hmm. like, and it's it's really more about like poverty and and everything. And like, there's these poor families this that movie are directed by fucking Michael Moore. <laughs> it's like oh. this is Baltic Avenue, where like nobody has any money, and the property is like sixty bucks for well, rent. I thought Baltic Avenue was is that not one of like the closer toward the blue I don't pieces? <laughs> Mediterranean's on the front part. I it is that. Park Place. I know is blue Park and Boardwalk. Place. Boardwalk. They're yeah. the only two blues. The that's the ritzy place. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's a thing. I don't know. I I I like what we've come up with. Um. I would like to. Uh, if that doesn't happen, then we, we write will, the we'll write the script. Yeah, and we'll do it. We'll just do it for fun. We'll be the new uh, Russo brothers, but we'll be the uh, the Schubert Harris cousins. Yeah. Uh, and I think my last piece of movie uh, kind of news. Uh, is that we're getting a Coming to America 2. Yeah. And uh, Eddie little, Murphy's back. Little Lay Murphy. We're getting a... They get, they've got a director that's been uh, assigned to this I think it's the same director from the first movie. one. Um, it is Craig Brewer, uh, which is... He did Hustle and Flow, hmm. Black Snake, Moan, and the Footloose remake. Nice. Um, so Good yeah. movies under his belt. Yes. Great movies. Uh, I think I've only seen Black Snake, Moan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so there's going to be... I don't know if how you feel about Coming to America 1. It was uh, a good movie whether you at think the time. Whether it needs a second, uh, a, se- uh, a sequel. No, but if it's uh, if it's Eddie Murphy and he, it does perform well, I, this could open up a lot of uh, a lot of doors for him for uh, remakes might. and stuff like that. I think we talked about this on the other podcast too at one point in time. We said something to the effect of like, we didn't know what movie really was his last like big movie. He's done some stuff like here and there. Norbit. Like that see, but that was like two thousand like six or two thousand nine or something last like time that. I saw him. But it's, the last movie that I think I remember seeing was like two thousand sixteen. It was a serious movie actually. Yeah, and he, he played did serious big, acting yeah, for a bit. But he did that, and then like, when was the, the last time he was funny? But that's what that's what we was looking up, and like the last like movie that was like funny that we could remember this it's been close to like 10 years since he's done something like this yeah and not that i'm saying he like has lost his funny like luster kind of a thing or whatever but 
it just could be a big move for him. He was a household fucking name mm-hmm. whenever it was like Nutty Professor time. Norbit was a huge fucking flop and failure. Mm-hmm. But everybody knew Norbit still mm-hmm. at the same time. Everybody knew the name um, and knew it was another Eddie Murphy thing. So this could be something that I, I was always of the frame of mind. Of, oh, yeah, you get like Beverly Hills Cop. We're going to get another one of those. They, maybe. they are, actually. They actually are cast. It. It's the really? I think it's five, if I'm not mistaken. Beverly Hills Cop five or four. With him in two. it? Yes. Oh, okay. So they've got some more stuff coming out after Dr. this. Doctor Doolittle Five. I don't know what Doctor Doolittle were on, but my thing was, I before he is done, done. Mm-hmm. I think he should do one more because he's done so many funny things that are so like family friendly, kid kid oriented. Coming to America is not super kid oriented no. or anything, anyways. But um, and neither was Beverly Hills Cop, but. Or Nettie Professor. I think that that's. Just, I mean, it's not kid oriented. No. but I think a lot of family people have gone and seen it. It talks about a lot of sex. It does, but it kind of goes under the radar with a lot of the stupid, crazy dancing and stuff like that that's going on. I saw the movie when I was younger. I did too, but I don't think it was a good idea. No, probably not. <laughs> what I'm getting at was before he's finally done, done, not like retired or whatever. I think he should do while he's got like still some stuff for the energy, youth, and mm-hmm. stuff going into it. He should do one more really like super wrong stand-up like a yeah, sequel to raw kind of mm-hmm. a thing or delirious do like one more really big stand-up through showtime and have something like that out because i think that would be a really good idea and that could show people that he still has the chops to do this fucking stand-up scene ellen just came back kid-ish. she did a good stand yeah, hers was yes. good so that's what i'm saying they like, can all come back they i, can do I it. just think i think that that to good. me that's I a really like that. good idea it probably that's why i said showtime because it probably shouldn't be something that's on netflix they could do a good nasty. accessible because yeah. He he needs to be as vulgar as he, he could be a can. nasty old man at this point. Yeah, What's he probably he's not even he's old. Not old. Like, I think like he's 50. like fifty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like fifty five or fifty six, I think. And uh, and I like the idea that he's going and he's Stallone in this shit. He's going back and he's he's coming. I like I as as much as we don't need a bunch more sequels. I like that Sylvester Stallone is revisiting all of his properties. He's like, I'm going to make another... I wanted to do, like, Rocky again. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of give him, like, his next chapter or his last chapters. I wanted to give yeah. uh, Rambo his last chapter. Like, he's going back, he's doing it, and it's cool. I'm, I'm a fan of you having your own creative control to go out there and do your final ride um, in the characters, especially in Sylvester Stallone or in Eddie Murphy's uh, case, characters you created. Like, it's not... Like, I don't know about Beverly Hills Cop, but, like... Nutty Professor is definitely like there was a Nutty Professor, but he made that Nutty Professor. Yes, like that was that was you could have called it whatever the fuck you wanted. It didn't yeah. need to be Nutty Professor. Um, it just helped that it was already an existing yeah, of course. plot that he just added on to. Hey, yeah. Have you ever watched John Wick? Uh, no, I still haven't watched John Wick. <laughs> cool. John Wick Chapter Three's trailer came out. It did. Uh, we've got, he's got our, three we got dogs we got now. Our, no, he's got one still, um, the, and then the other one's still dead. Uh, but he's got this dog, and it's the reunion of sorts. With we've his got, other dog? No, we've got Lawrence fucking Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne in it. This is the first like time they've been together since the the Matrix movies. Is, uh, what's her face in it? I don't think so. I don't think that would be really cool if they got her as like a cameo. I should totally. Uh, so the premise of this one, like at this point, what happened you know. at the end of the second one, he had to do this thing. I'm not going to do a bunch of supply because I want you to be able to watch it and stuff. They're really good movies though. Action oriented, like the action behind it's fucking nuts. I bought them with my own hard earned money. I just haven't watched them yet. They're really good. You need to watch them soon. I will do it right now. No. We'll watch them. Pause the episode. Uh, uh, we're back. Um, <laughs> he didn't watch it. So, 
this one ended the second one ended with basically a contract going out and opening up on his character's head because of something that happens at the end of the second of, of chapter two um so this one is basically him not being part of this like assassins group type of a thing and him being excommunicado is what they called it. Hmm. So he's been completely kicked out, excommunicated from the group, and he's got like a $14 million bounty on his head for anybody that kills him and dead or alive kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole movie is basically just kind of him running for his life and almost a Jason Bourne-esque thing. Got ya. Um, the, movie, the trailer's got everything. It's got him even riding on a horse at one point in time. Uh, shooting people and fighting with a sword at, in in downtown, like okay. in the underbellies of this city, New York or or Chicago, wherever the fuck they're at now, mm-hmm. and uh, riding on this like black out blacked out horse, and he's just like fucking shooting his gun and stuff off the back of it, and it was yeah. just like this is just some stuff that you just really wouldn't think is gonna be here, and it, everything that you could think of is probably here. If uh, if he didn't, how how much control does uh, Keanu Reeves have with these with these movies? Is he like part of the production and everything because this seems like something he'd be like i want to ride a horse and i want to have uh so your your keanu uh, is trump <laughs> and your trump is stewie <laughs> and i want <laughs> i can't even do it a samurai sword he wants a samurai sword and he wants to ride a horse yeah that i mean that seems like i don't something that, i don't like. think that that's i think this is just them doing like what else can we do that's more crazy and over the top and also like have him do hours and hours of training to do yeah that was what i was saying before like he's done all this stuff himself this he's is all of his own he stuff likes to learn all. he's what he they really call does. a lifetime learner yeah he he knows kung fu now like in the truest sense yeah he knows not only kung fu but he like he could be a member of a fucking SWAT team now if he wanted to because yeah. he's gone through the training to do it. You think that he has uh, a license to kill, uh, like a real life? Does one? he have to register his hands? Yes, he does. He's also like the kindest, most sweetest person like that's ever existed. Like, Whoa! Because there's have you seen all of those things like that like that stories that like people were doing from the time whenever there was accusations that were starting to come out from like. Like Louis, Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. and Me Too movement, and like these women were like stepping forward and saying stuff about Keanu Reeves, being like, "I have to be the first one that admits that Keanu Reeves is like the nicest person that ever." <laughs> That's that funny. was like that was like their like thing because, uh, and also recently it found out that he he has like anonymously they they found out that he was the anonymous person has been donating like half of his money or he makes like every year off of all these movies and shit to like dozens of charities like all around the country and stuff trying to like for cancer benefits doctors without borders all these different people and stuff like that and he's just he just keeps donating and donating and stuff and they found out he's like the one that was all these anonymous ones that came from him that's crazy i was just like he's like the nicest person ever and also probably could legitimately murder anybody (laughs) (laughs) he's both equally one of the most nicest and most deadliest actors Mm -hmm. in the world He's a he's a rare a rare gem. So Chadwick Chapter Three that is uh, coming out this year. I can't remember the exact date. It has a date that's tied to it. I think it's July, okay. June or July, if I'm not. So mistaken. I might have Some, I, I have uh, somewhere some around time. four to five months potentially to watch. Absolutely. These two flicks. I think after you watch the first one, you're definitely going to be like, well, I mean, there's more of that, so let's just pop it in. It's good stuff. Cool. Uh, any more news for you? You know we got a grand finale. We do have the grand finale. Are I you ready for the grand finale? Do you want to talk about it? You know I do. Let's talk about it. Let's taco about it. Let's taco all about it. So, 
picture this. <laughs> There's a barn. Sicily. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Picture this. We're in a farm. Yes. Okay. It's like signs. Yeah. Like, but then you have this like weird familiar music that kind of is just playing in the background. Yeah. Kind it's of, kind of like a pew kind mm-hmm. of music that's kind of just drumming up at the background yeah and occasionally you, you just look in the distance of this farm there's this barn that has yeah. an open door it's open yeah and then you just hear this noise it's just a really weird familiar you noise. know it but you just don't know it where just you sounds like it just sounds like you just get and you just see these sparks that are just flying in the yeah. barn we just we just want to pursue that so we want to step forward yeah we're gonna we're gonna examine the the scene and then of the, the music just kind of keeps swelling more and more <laughs> it almost uh, sounds like uh like a some weird ancient demon from from New York City is about to rebirth itself on the rooftop of this building. Yeah. And it's going dun, 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 dun. And then we go inside and there's this vehicle that's just wrapped up in yeah, this tarp. tarp. And, and then the, the breeze hits it just right so that way we can see what the license plates say. And then it, we get a black screen and it says summer 2020. Yes. What happened? Ghostbusters! <laughs> Out of nowhere. I mean, there wasn't any news. Do you think Bobby Brown's going to do the soundtrack for this one? No. <laughs> like, there wasn't anything before this, right? Like, there wasn't even a peep of it. Uh, not other than just the speculation that we've been talking about for probably the past 15 years. Yeah, but that was about it. Yep. So, that was, so that's literally it. We're getting a, a Ghostbusters movie next year, uh, less than eighteen months from now, or yeah. about probably like months a month, a year and a half from now, yeah. we will have Ghostbusters original cast back. Not confirmed. Yes, it is confirmed now. Who confirmed it? It when? is confirmed on the news. I saw it two days ago. That's not what uh, they said. Who said uh, the the Ernie. Ernie? Ernie said that no, they haven't been contacted, but. That they're totally down. I thought that it had already been confirmed. What I had read on a website had said that... Who wrote this? Who website? wrote this? I'll look it up. I don't have mine either to tell you that it's wrong, but... <laughs> oh, I looked it up because we talked about this on, on GGB as well. Oh, I got you. Yeah, because Ernie totally had said... It said uh, that... Nobody has reached out to us, but we are all on board. Yeah, it said uh, all on board, and then it showed like from his tweet and stuff like that... But then it was like an update, and it was, it was like just two days ago, because this was on Monday whenever mm-hmm. I looked it up on while we were talking, and it said it was confirmed for Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, uh, Annie Potts, Sigourney Weaver, and it's still rumored that Rick Moranis will be coming back as well. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I've, his kids are grown. I mean, it's, at this point. Well, he's, he's agoraphobic. It has nothing he to do is, with his I mean, kids. I think that this was like the thing that... That he would come out probably. for. Because it all had to do with his just, wife passing away, right? It's just, like, it's just kind of, yeah, that's what spawned it. Was his wife's passing away and just kind of made him more so agoraphobic. But yeah. he also wanted to be home with his kids to take care of them. They're all like grown and out of the house yeah. now. Now it's just him doing his thing that he always does. You know, making uh, my mother's brisket. Yes, he's the agoraphobic cowboy. Yes, so, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like this, this seems like the thing that he would probably, even he if could. it's just a bit part, absolutely you know, that kind of a thing. But I would love to see a minute. I would love to see that. I I like Rick Moranis, and I like the way that when you have pictures of him, the old man Rick Moranis, I like way better even than young man Rick Moranis. So here is my, what I'm feeling like is going to end up kind of a thing that's going to happen. Tell me your feelings. I feel like we're going to have. 
the, the scene that we saw that was in the teaser is going to actually somehow maybe play a part into the movie at, at large. You think so? It's not I just think a that's going to bit. be maybe we'll have a character that's a younger kid, you know, like 15, 16 discovers year old Discovers this barn. Not discovers the barn, maybe, but is like he's the kid that is the son of Oscar grown up. Who's Oscar? Oscar's the baby from Ghostbusters oh, 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. So maybe gotcha. we'll have like the kid that's the Which son. Which is of not him. Bill Murray's kid, right? It's just Sigourney he, Weaver's. It's just Sigourney Weaver's. But he's Uncle, Uncle uh, I forgot his name right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Uncle Peter, Frank, mm-hmm. or Frank, Bankman. Bankman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe this is like Oscar's kid, and he hears about his weird, estranged uncle that has a farm out something and they're going to go visit or something mm-hmm. to that effect. And maybe this is what will bleed into them like refining it. Something happens and he's just kind of like, come on, we've got, you've got to help. You have the stuff. You guys can help. You just get your, you know, you, you told me about this stuff. You can help. I know you can, you've got the stuff out here kind of a thing. And then they're just like, all right, you know, we'll strap back on one last time for this rodeo. But maybe this is what's going to like kind of lead into Opening up the doors for uh, actual, like, proper younger generation taking yeah. over for them kind of a thing. Whether it be, like, the Oscar character grown up and now he's going to be the person that'll be, like, the new Ghostbusters head. Mm-hmm. And they'll have other people that'll follow suit with it for, like, a Ghostbusters 4 or other future stuff if they do that. But, you think um, they're going to call this Ghostbusters 3 or are they just going to reboot I think they'll, they'll call it 3. You think so? Yeah. You think that you think it's... I think they'll call it 3 and it'll be... Official sequel? We'll say, we'll say, like, 30 years later at this point now. Since, call it since Ghostbusters G three O. No, I think they'll just call it Ghostbusters three. So like they called Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters <laughs> Not like H two O. No, I mean, you like what I did there. I did. I get it. Ghostbusters G three O. G three O. Yeah, we'll look at that up and we'll see it or not look that up. But we'll, we'll hold that on the back of our heads yeah. just to see if that happens. I'm but in. I'm feeling like it's not gonna. I think we're just gonna go Ghostbusters three. I don't think they're calling it Ghostbusters three. You don't. That's my my. What thing. are you gonna think they call it? They're gonna be like Ghostbusters. That's it. Yeah. Nah. I don't think they would just do that because they already did that. They're already, yeah. again. They already did it again. Yeah. With a uh, yeah. So they're essentially ignoring the other Ghostbusters movie. Yes. Uh, which kind of sucks. I guess. Um, but I also think that it makes things complicated. That movie should have never been made the way that it was made, in my opinion, uh, because they were always going to go back to the well. They were always going to involve the original story at some point in time, and you knew it. And the fact that they were going to pretend like it didn't exist in that Ghostbusters movie was stupid to begin with. Yeah. That was a good movie. A solid movie. Um, most people don't like it. That's cool. Whatever. I thought it was okay. But like, they could have given you some reason why this was just connected. And not even in like a in a way that it was like, hey, this is a directly tied to this. But like, there were Ghostbusters. We're going to try this out. And just, just that's all you need. Yep. I heard they used to do this. Let's try it. And then everything else could have followed suit. And then they could briefly mention, oh, I heard something was going on in New York in this movie. And they're cool. They're tied. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just... The way that they handled that movie was bad. That uh, mixed with, like, uh, Leslie Jones tweets about being, like, overly pissed off about it. Saying, like, they shouldn't have done this. This is, like, kicking women in the in their junk kind of a thing. Yeah. And she said something about, like, uh, they're doing... They're blowing this production out of proportion. And it's getting so much PR. And... She said it's like a Donald Trump thing or whatever. And then she said, like, in the tweet, it said, using Trump voice, like, it's going to be the Ghostbusters. The other movie didn't even exist. Ghostbusters 3, it's going to be huge. 
Yeah. And then it was just, she said, like, she was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. It's just like, you know, kicking us in our lady parts. Like, we don't even exist anymore kind of a yeah. thing. I'm just like, but I mean, yeah, your movie was okay. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting kicked in the junk or anything. You, like you said, they literally rebooted the thing like Ghostbusters did yeah. not exist to begin with, period. Yeah. This is just a successor to a thing, a franchise that's already there. It's almost like an alternate universe type yeah. of a thing. Like, this Ghostbusters has already existed, and we're just finishing it out. Your Ghostbusters can still exist where the other one doesn't exist if yeah. you want to keep doing it. I mean, I you, mean, you're setting up a precedent for two separate things at that point. Yeah, and, and it's, and like I said, it's stupid. But, like, it's the, it's the equivalent to, like, after they finish the new Halloween movie, they're like, we'd like to do this with Nightmare on Elm Street. So you get into that, and what if you cast somebody different than the guy who played Rorschach on Watchmen uh, for your Nightmare on Elm Street remake when they already did a Nightmare on Elm Street remake, like, what, mm -hmm. eight years ago? Um, like, oh, he's going to get mad because they didn't do a sequel to his Nightmare on Elm Street. They did a continuation of the previously existing yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, well, so the, what they were, what she was saying with hers, which, I mean, it's it's Leslie Jones. It's ladies versus men kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's the exact Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Like, it's it's, it's that they it. feel like they're just putting women down. She feels like they're putting women down by doing this, which I get. Sure. And that's totally a valid point that she has with She's that. she got an opinion. And she does have an opinion in that sense. But at the same time, like I said, this is like Back to the Future 2. If we had a timeline that was 1985 altered <laughs> and 1985 proper where everything's okay and then I have the 1985 where Biff is in control of fucking everything in the Hillview, <laughs> then, I mean, that's, that's exactly the same thing. I mean, we've, we've set up a precedent of two things happening. Yeah. We, have a, we, we know that Ghostbusters existed mm -hmm. as people. It's a great movie. It's as, like yeah, the best people. comedy of all time kind of a thing. <laughs> and then we have Ghostbusters 2. We know that it's there. And we have this Ghostbusters that says mm -hmm. that these don't even exist, but this is a thing here. Why can't we just go ahead and finish out what we got started over here in the first well, place? Well, you, you did. You got... It's it's two offerings. You you got... Uh, you can either choose to sequelize this movie or sequelize this movie franchise. Yeah. And it's like... They just... They lost the, the bid for which one got a sequel. Right. And and that's really all that happened in that side of things. I do think it's shitty that, they were, that it was like... The female Ghostbuster movie got shit on. Do I think that there should have even been an all-female Ghostbusters movie? It probably wasn't the best choice to begin with. They probably should have done a, a hybrid team like they're doing in this one because from the sounds of it, they're doing all teenagers, two male, two female as your new Ghostbusters. Yes. Why couldn't there have been a, a, a co-ed Ghostbusters in the, the reboot because anyways? Because we're at that point in time where everything, everything was starting female. to get all female. Yeah, so and, and sure. And they were rolling the dice with it. Yes. And some people liked it. I loved it. I watch it on a regular basis, honestly. I've seen that movie more than I have seen in the original Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, it's funny. I like it. Whatever. But like, but most people didn't. And, but that's, I, and you didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like it didn't hit the spots for me because it had an SNL cast basically yeah, it did. in it. And that was fine because I do like SNL and it had its funny points and everything like that. But was it, it was it as classic and timeless as the other one is to me? No, no, because I grew up watching Ghostbusters and whenever I was a child and it's just one of those movies that's just always stuck out to me. It's the same thing that they did with Vacation. Yeah. Like, Vacation yeah. came out. It was essentially supposed to be, quote-unquote, like a reboot of yeah. Vacation proper. And it had its funny moments, but it wasn't 
the same stuff. I grew up watching yeah. Christmas Vacation and the original National Lampoon's Vacation yeah. movie, and nothing is ever going to get that. You're not going to get another person that's that's fucking Chevy yeah. Chase in the day. No, that's that's how that is. And you're not the new Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters three, we'll call it, isn't going to be better than the original Ghostbusters, anyways. Like it's not like it's planning on it, but. You watch Ghostbusters one and two for the full cast. I watch Ghostbusters the the remake with the all female cast, essentially for Kate McKinnon and um, fucking Thor, because they steal the show in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it on and go to I bed. Wish... And I'll wake up and then I'll laugh at something that one of them two are doing. I wish that Kate McKinnon would actually get like a bigger like movie movie. Like a, she's the breakout role yeah. in it because she's funny enough to do shit and she's yeah. always a side character in fucking everything. Yeah. Which is fine, and that might be all she really wants she to do. Not, yeah. But at the same time, I she's got more. She's got better quality comedic chops to me than Melissa McCarthy has yeah. any day of the week. Melissa McCarthy's a great uh, side character. She is yes. not a good lead actress. I don't think she is. I, don't I think, think she's so always been great as a side character. Yeah. But I think that Kate McKinnon can really knock a main Kate character McKinnon's out good. of the park. Leslie Jones isn't good. What was the movie that was Kate McKinnon was in it with? Uh, Zach Galifianakis and Zach Galifianakis' character was like trying to steal something from a place where he worked. Is that uh, Masterminds? Yes. Is that her the character one? that was in there with it, like it. their like weird love relationship where oh, they're getting they... married and they're taking like the pictures and shit, and like she like farts on the swing or something like that, and she was just <laughs> like, "That was me." And is that <laughs> the movie with? Uh, is John Hamm in that movie? I think he is. No, just Jamie. Fox? That's that's keeping up with the Joneses. I don't remember. Is I'm gonna it? look it up now. Anyways. uh... But and and Leslie Williams or Leslie Williams Leslie uh, Owen Wilson, oh yes yeah um, yeah Kristen Wiig because he's like Zach Galifianakis' character loves her she's like in a relationship with Owen Wilson's character oh okay and uh, Jason uh, Sudeikis' character here is some weird murderer that ends up ends up in the end becoming friends with Zach Galifianakis' character. But he keeps making like references about chopping up people's bodies and stuff and it's just like really subtle under the rug shit. It's it's really good acting. But I mean like her character's such a small role and just a small character but she just she's makes good. she makes the fucking movies like her own whenever yeah. she does shit in it. Because she's such a good actress. Yeah. Well, and, like, Leslie Jones, I feel like, is just... I mean, she left Twitter because she was getting bullied, but now she's back on, and she's bullying new movies that are... I like Leslie Jones, even on SNL. She has a small handful of characters that, to me... She does well. ...are really well done, and and should be what she does, and that's Mm -hmm. her wheelhouse. I feel like in the movie scene... And on a lot of other things, other big characters that they try to give her, she just doesn't do good. Yeah. And that's that's where it's coming from. You have a woman that was like a former WNBA star that decided that she wanted she to really? try to break out. Yeah, that she wanted to try that. to break out into comedy, comedy whenever she was already like in her like early 40s at that point in time. I think she's the oldest person on the cast. Really? She retired, <laughs> and then she started doing comedy on the side. People loved it. I didn't know And then that. she kind of got up, and then she did the tryouts for the SNL and broke out onto it, which is awesome. And she's yeah. done super well for herself with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that she's a bad actress either, but she... I don't know. They could have picked somebody better. She's not carrying that, yeah. There's yeah. a lot... And especially... And even if they were wanting... If it was a matter of diversity and everything, there's a lot of funnier black women out there. Yeah. 
the, Tiffany Haddish, which is pretty funny. Tiffany Haddish. I was the, the SNL that she hosted like uh, two or three months ago or something That's like good. that. It was really good. Yeah, cool. she's pretty funny. I, I I don't watch any of her stand-ups or stuff like that, but that was like one of the first things I actually saw her, gotcha. in, and now I know her as a more household name. But gotcha. yeah, she was pretty funny. She but Ghostbusters, good. quote unquote, three. God, super excited. Just call about it three. I'm not doing it. Let it go. I'm not doing it. I don't <laughs> think they're calling it Ghostbusters three. And maybe they give it a a, a subtitle. Uh, it's like uh, Ghostbusters entered uh, Into, Sandman. So that was the thing that uh, not a lot of people were saying. Like they, they, there are people that are on, if you believe it or not, on the internet that think this is a bad idea. What? That think it's stupid. <laughs> um, not because of the other Ghostbusters, just because they're like, they're all old. We just need to let like Sleeping Dogs lie. Two was the end of it. Let's just be done with it kind of yeah. a thing. Which makes sense. Ghostbusters 3, as it stood to them... Uh, came in the form of an Xbox game they made. They made an Xbox and a PlayStation. I think it was Xbox 360, PS3. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters game. I think it's called something slime. It was just Ghostbusters. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it was basically what happens to That's those that characters. Movie or no, game, that one, Sanctum, that one, Sanctum of Slime, is that one. Sanctum of Slime. I think this one's called something, has a subtitle to it, but Ghostbusters, maybe just Ghostbusters the game, whatever it was that came out, it was received pretty well it was like you look on metacritic it's like 75 80 so pretty mediocre game mm-hmm. but story and content wise a lot of people liked it because it's literally picks up after ghostbusters 2 oh, that's as neat. a whole unique story that was written by harold ramus like with the game developers that's, i um, didn't know that and they had a bill murray and all he wrote a third movie yeah the bill murray and them uh worked together to and they did the voice acting and stuff with those characters too so it was That's something cool. that actually came out before harold passed away mm-hmm. and he helped write it. it wasn't the third ghostbusters movie that okay. he'd written so it wasn't the same thing so but, they could have always done something else if yes, they wanted to if they wanted to do another movie they could have but he helped like kind of make the that's plot cool. and stuff that's with it and it goes along with the video game so there's a lot of people that are out there that are just like we basically already had our ghostbusters 3 just let it be done because it's not going to be the same with harold not there He's not Absolutely. helping writing it with Dan Aykroyd, so it's not going to be the same as it was before. Mm-hmm. Just kind of let Sleeping Dogs lie and just let it be what it was, and which I do get. But at the same time, it's kind of one of those things. It's just like, come on, I mean, it's 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 getting it's getting the old team back together. It's kind of cool seeing. <laughs> it's cool to me seeing people being like. These people are borderline senior citizens at this point. <laughs> it's going to be cool seeing geriatric Ghostbusters. It's going to be so many cool, like, stupid old man jokes that are going to come from this. Do you think they're going to play that much of a prominent role in it? I'm thinking they're just passing down the torch. Like, it's going to be really pass down quick. the torch, like, but I don't think it's going to be quick. I think they're. I think they get, if they get 20 minutes of screen time, I would be shocked. I think it'll be more than that. You think I think so? it'll be more... There's definitely going to be more screen time of them, like maybe teaching them how to use the proton packs. We've got and we'll totally have, like, different movies in our. You brains. know what I mean? Like something about teaching the kids of like how to use the shit. You know all the in stuff a, that's going on. In a on. quick montage with yes. '80s music. Nah. <laughs> I don't think the kids are going to be that. I mean, they'll they'll definitely be front and center, but I don't think it's going like, to be. What I want. Is that an '80s song? I don't know idea. Oh yeah. You make that dance come yeah. true. That's all the notes. Is that an 80s song? I have no idea. Anyway, hey, if people wanted to talk to you and find you on social media and me? things, yeah, you, Shad uh, Schubert with the Can't Get Right shirt on. You know what? They would find me at Shad Schubert. No way. Yeah. How do you spell your name? S H A A D S C H U B E R T. At Shad Schubert on, yeah. on, on Twitter, on uh-huh. Facebook, on Instagram. And then you can also find me on my uh, website, uh, shadschubert.com. 
Uh, did you buy the full URL? I did buy the URL. Nice. Yes. Nice, uh, nice. So I, I, you don't have to go to the WordPress thing. Uh, you can just go to shadschubert.com and uh, find things there also. One other thing. Yeah. Uh, the can't get right. So there are any more show dates coming up in the future? Uh, we got some March dates, uh, but we don't have anything from up until that point, which we'll talk about later because I, I don't think we've got anything super squared away yet, but we've got some March dates coming off. We're kind of taking February to... Uh, kind of change up the set, get some, cut gotcha. out some good stuff, take in some bad stuff, cool. flip that around. If you want, whenever, uh, yeah, strike that, reverse <laughs> it. Uh, whenever it comes closer to time, you don't have to plug them now, but whenever it comes closer to time, we'll definitely hit that up. You know, that way we know. Yeah, yeah, I want to know. Where are you at? I'm at Random Hero XIX on everything, uh, literally anything. Yeah. Just type it in. You'll probably see pictures of me. Do my you dumb, type stupid it in face. No. Google I, I, Random yeah. Hero XX. I want to see what comes up. There I am. Yeah! Images. Pictures. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. That's my stream you. that I did. There's that's a Random me. Hero 19, though. Don't get confused with that person. Yeah, that's not that's Chris. Me. That's Chris, and that's not That's not even a real person's that's, face. That's scary. Chris is a, is a scary person. My Undertale playthrough. Uh, nice. Pistachio. He's a guy that followed us whenever I did Level Up Podcast. Oh. My BJ's Garden Inn Cafe video. That was a huge success. Featuring the, uh, the as for the rest of us, hit the time stand still. Yes, of course. Uh, I don't know why some of these are on here. But, I don't know, but uh, oh yeah, there's DJ Shy Guy. That's me as well. Oh, you don't have to follow that because I don't post on there anymore. I thought it was just a stupid fun thing I would do. There's me and Mandy. Hey, uh, so there's lots of pictures. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, random hero XX on everything. Get it. Uh, we will be back next time with an epic personal episode. Oh, so that is epic. The, probably the most anticipated episode in the history of IFNZ you as think? it stands. Uh, no, no. Okay. I think it's just going to be a personal episode. It's probably going to be mediocre. The all-new IFNZ podcast signing off. Don't let your meat load. Uh, bye. Spread that soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an IFNZ production.